Like a kilo drop inside the pot, my nigga spinning. Hey, I just heard a hater just got shot, now I'm grinning. Hey, I just took more dope, this just gonna keep me out my feelings. If I wasn't rapping, I'd be trapping, making millions. Ain't worried about nothing, I got more money than my ex. I don't have to call, bitch, pulling up off my tits. First day I bought her the AP, cause she wet. I done spent so much money on bitches, I forget. On a one spill, you can't find us in a store. Heard it was your wifey, I turned her to my home. Let me be your sponsor, you a baddie, you can get endorsed. New Chanel, you know damn well, to make girls get moist. Whipped up in a Maybach and I came back in a rust. I'ma pop my shit, drop a brick in a pack. Shorty can't complain, bitch, the whole world toss. She belongs to the street, bitch, gon' fuck on everything. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 98 of the Splash Cast, the Around the League edition, Monday Night Raw. I'm your co-host, Reggie. And I'm your co-host, Norwood. And you are right. We are still your HBCU homeboys. Always remember, Black Culture Awareness Month is coming up in October. Like, follow, and subscribe to Realist Podcast in the world. Let's get into it, my friend. Let's and get into it. Wait, hold on. One more thing. I got to say it before I forget. Larry June reminds me of Cushion OJ Wiz Khalifa just a little bit. Oh, uh, possibly. I think he reminds me of somebody else, but I can, I can see the comparison. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Y'all know what we do Monday Night Raw, the Around the League edition. We do HBCU news around the culture. Uh, we do basketball news around the league, football news around the league, and we also started out that episode, our pregame with our splashes of the week. If you have a chance, if you're listening to this on Thursday, go back and listen to the pregame. A lot of good stuff that you hear, uh, funny stuff, um, reminiscent uh, as well. Uh, but with that being said, man, let's jump right into it, dog. Let's get to it. Nope. Yeah, That's also, scary. Chick-fil-A lemonade. It's What y'all Hello. doing in there? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my God. Don't never. No ice, please. And don't never go wrong. <laughs> That mud made with hey, lemon, no- sugar, and angel tears. <laughs> no ice. No, I got ice at the house. I'm going home. They brought back the strawberry lemonade, too. I like, oh. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Why would you tell me that? Right? And they brought back the, the, what was the other one that went crazy? The watermelon mint joint? They Crack. brought that back. They brought in the 80s? <laughs> they brought, they brought back the watermelon mint for the summer. I was like, oh. Mm-mm. Select store. I don't need a lead of mint, and I'm not the biggest watermelon person, flavor person specifically, but mm, that, kind of. that good Christian <laughs> Chick fil A <laughs> strawberry lemonade. What? Hey, <laughs> so oh, you know they just announced they revamping the menu. <laughs> move that rock, move that rock. I got to get that lemonade. They adding to I the breakfast. We here, we in a, we in a chick, we from Georgia, y'all. So we in a Chick fil A little thing. They, done, they added to the menu. They add to the breakfast menu. Mm-mm, they just did set it on the news. It was on the news. That's how big Chick Fil A is in Georgia, y'all. They just set it on the news. Well, I live I live in Texas, so I'm forced to have Whataburger. So please let me know what I'm missing. <laughs> I hate Whataburger so much. It's trash. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just not good. Whataburger is <laughs> trash. All the Whataburgers 
hamburgers taste like no. uh, Happy Meal hamburger. You be like, bro, this is <laughs> what's it? Gourmet Don't Happy Meal? Add a lettuce and cheese to a cheese kiss cheese. That's all. It's a grown up. <laughs> Everything on the Whataburger menu is a Happy Meal. That's what it is. It's a grown up Happy Meal. Oh, man. Oh, man. But let's get into this HBCU news around the culture, man. It's a few things talking about going on today in the culture. Where should we begin? Let's begin with Texas Southern. Since you in the H. Uh, Texas Southern makes history at the National Cheerleading National Cheer Association Championships by being the first HBCU to win uh, a college national championship. Um I will say I know cheering is big amongst uh uh wow they at the beach. That's tough. Uh it's it's big amongst young women that we grew up with that we knew, their daughters, like it's like a whole culture. Uh so to be the first HBCU to win one is a big deal, man. Shout out to them. Yes. Um this is a major deal because one of the running jokes I will say about HBCU culture is our cheerleading. Um, it's different. Um, a lot of schools, I feel like there's a lot less of the performance, a lot less tumbling. And then for TSU to go out and to win the national cheer association championship, you know, that kind of disproves at least some of those rumors and shows, Hey man, when it comes to actually, you know, the full performance, we can kick your ass there too. And then they did. So, shout out to, I didn't, hey man, God be working in mysterious ways, let me tell you. Uh, my wife's college roommate, um, her friend, best friend, college roommate, was a cheerleader at uh, Virginia State. She sent me an article recently that said the cheer style that you know of, that we see in HBCUs, actually started at Virginia State with the Virginia State Woo-Woo's. Uh, which is the name of their cheerleaders. Um, of course, it, it's rooted in discrimination and racism, of course. They said we couldn't tumble, we weren't allowed to tumble, we weren't allowed to practice, so we came up with our own style, and then that came out. Why am I telling y'all all of this? Shout out to Ebony Fire. Shout out to Ebony Fire. Why am I telling y'all this? Because, as Norwood said, us actually um, winning... With our own, us actually being in these cheer competitions really doesn't happen because we don't have the same style. For us to go to a cheer competition and win doing it the traditional, when I say traditional, y'all know what I mean, uh, the traditional way <laughs> and beating them at their own game is very, very impressive. Very impressive. So that that that's what stood out to me about all this. Absolutely. Because I got a random factoid from... My wife's college roommate. So shout out to Crystal. Shout out to Crystal, man. Uh, Cover this for also, you. Also, we're going to pat our own selves on the back. Where else? What sports show can you go to? They talk about HBCU cheerleading. Or Multiple next times. Up, HBCU bowling. Oh, a bowling. And don't forget, this, and we not a flash in the pan. This is not the first time we talked about HBCU no. cheerleading at all. We covered it all. This is, we are the one of the shows that actually talks and supports women's sports. And shout out to the North Carolina A&T three-peat champion bowling squad. Congratulations. Yeah, shout out to Middleman. Uh, she was on the Hampton bowling squad. Uh, uh, 
social media makes everybody friends now. So I actually got semi-cool with her via after uh, through y'all, really, uh, through student leaders and all of y'all. She was on the bowling team at Hampton. I didn't realize how big of a deal that was. Um, they take this for real, for real. Uh, this is the yeah. equivalent of, like, golf, lacrosse. Like, this is a big deal. And they've won it three years in a row. Shout out and to I'm North sure Carolina they're looking AT. at four. Yeah, they're trying to get four. Hey, I'm coming down. The job's not done. And job's not done yet. <laughs> I'm a cape for Hampton, and it's going to sound like a shot for A&T. A shot at A&T. It is. it is what it is. Uh, this all happened after Hampton left. No job, Morant. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was there. I didn't think you were going to take the shot. Uh, <laughs> that was not what I meant. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. people would never have on this show. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, I'm from South Carolina. I mean, my dad from South Carolina, man. Me too. Uh, I'm, yeah, <laughs> Josh still ain't coming. Uh, but shout out to A and T, man. <laughs> shout out to A and T. We'll take a shot for that. Though. Every oh man, <laughs> we just gonna keep saying shot. Now the name of the guy. I just said a shout out, not shout, shout out. Shout, 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 shout out shout, to A and T. Come on, man. Come on, man. Shout out to A and T's bowling team for winning, man. Diverse shout or, or shout. <laughs> hey, so Bethel Cookman is set to break ground on the new practice facility, um, and Charles Barkley basically made the final or biggest donation to get them over the finish line for it to be yep. actually. Um, for it to be actually done. Why is that a big deal? We'll get to Charles in a minute. Y'all know everything that happened in the media for, ooh, Ronnie, Ronnie messing with him, Ronnie Acuna. You saw everything that happened in the media with Ed Reed and Bethune-Cookman on the heels of everything that happened in the fallout of Dion going to, um, or he who shall not be named, my bad. Well, I say Dion. Dion going to. Um, Baltimore. <laughs> going to Colorado and then the haste in which he left uh, and the rhetoric and information that he spewed about it afterwards. Um, for, and I think one of the main points you made is we hadn't seen Bethune-Cookman in the news in a long time for anything, good, right. bad, or indifferent. They were in a struggle uh, with their football program. They had a lot of uh, they had a lot of struggle with uh, the hurricanes down there. They were trying to recover. We hadn't really heard anything about them. So to hear about Ed Reed come out there, and they talked about it for until they got a new coach, they talked about Ed Reed. And that's the only yep. thing you heard about Bethune-Cookman. So for now this to be in the headline of Charles Barkley getting there, addressing the practice facility, or the lack thereof, and giving the million-dollar donation is just fantastic. And I know your point. I'm going to let you make it. Go ahead. I think I know your point. Nah, I'm just, number one, I'm happy that he is spreading the money around. Uh, I know that, you know, even in HBCU culture, a lot of times, there are certain schools who still who get the money every time. Then there are schools that don't always get the money, but Bethune-Cookman being one of them, uh, so I'm happy 
for him to acknowledge them. They also, their athletic director is former NBA star Reggie Theus. Uh, so for all of that is excellent. I also, you know, people talk so badly about Chuck for whatever reason. And he's all, he's never said he was perfect, but it just is it, very frustrating. And at the same time, that's one of the reasons I love this show is because we get to highlight people who nobody ever really has anything good to say. And Chuck has been doing this for, I think, eight years. And it's been eight HBCUs. It's also been uh, Auburn and another couple schools. But even at the schools, at the PWIs, I think the money is targeted at uh, African-American students. And and I don't think it just gets enough credit. Sneaky, you're right. I would love for him to send a million dollars to Hampton. But also, I would rather him send it to, like, these really, really small schools, your Jarvis Christian College, the the really small HBCUs that we need Ooh. to keep. Well, you're going to hear that on any school, on any uh, any podcast. Okay, yeah. so the point that I thought you were going to make was Ed Reed cited the lack of having a practice field on one of the tapes that he yeah. was saying. Right. When he did his Instagram videos mm-hmm. and went live and he was like, they ain't got no practice field, you know, all of that stuff. Well, what this shows is that this is fully funded. Right. Ed Reed was just released two months ago. What's this? April, yep. three months ago. This yep. is already fully funded, which means they had already been raising money for a practice facility before Ed Reed. See, that's what our issue is with. All of that that happened with Dion and Ed Reed. That's everything. That's our issue. You only told half the story. You didn't say that they were already raising money and they were trying to raise money. You just said, no, they got crooked administration. They ain't got nothing. You ain't you didn't even you weren't even there long enough to have the conversations. I don't that's the like point to... that that's the point that I was saying. You wouldn't have done yes. that with Miami. That's my yes. point. Why act like that as... with us? Now you even look like more as... of an ass. As as it goes for HBCUs, there's a culture inside of the culture. And if you don't necessarily come from the HBCU culture, I want to tell you there's one or two things you should do. You should put a person who lives in that culture or regularly stays there or take notes from Eddie George. Those are the only two options you should have when it comes to this because I do I mostly think that Aaron Reed's heart was in the right place. I just think that he's a, an the emotional person, was in the wrong. and he yeah. got and he got ahead of himself. Now, I do think uh, that I agree with all that, but I also think there's a little ego in there too. But go ahead. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there, there is a ton of ego because he positioned it in a way like he was coming as a mission of mercy, or the HBCUs are beneath him. That is never going to. That's never going to make people like. You. Trust me, as a person who's <laughs> just people take my like, word for it people don't like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not for everybody I understand that so but you also there's a way to talk to people and there, there's a way to communicate uh, so for me yes and I, I think that in hindsight that Ed Reed scenario is probably best case for everybody I think that makes hopefully it cause it takes HBCUs at least to pause and consider for a second before you make a sweeping hire. For Ed Reed, I think that this is a test run. I need to learn how to manage my emotions a little bit better. I've been there. I, I 
I don't try to be an emotional person. I think I'm a lot better at it now. But you have to work at not being, you know, a, a, a slave to your emotion. And I think from this, I think that he will learn. I don't have to say everything I think immediately. But you got to say some things you think and it not go well first before you know that. Or at least I did. Yeah, and I, I agree. Myself. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but I, I, I want to get back to Charles because uh, we I, I didn't mean to go that far. But it's part of the conversation. We gonna have a con- When it comes to HBCU, we're going to have a conversation. So, I got um, time. Charles Barkley, this marks the eighth time that he's given a million dollars or more to an HBCU since 2016. Bethune-Cookman, Jackson State, Alabama A&M, Clark Atlanta, Miles, Morehouse, uh, Tuskegee, and Spelman. I love that he gave the Bethune-Cookman, Jackson State, and Spelman. And Clark, y'all might need to build a statue of Charles in Alabama. That's almost every college Black college out there. Oh, yeah. He's got Alabama State, Stillman, and if I forget one, forgive me, but I think that's that's the other two. Mm-hmm. Then you got the smaller ones, of course. But hey man, he's he's taking care of home. He's from Leeds, was it Leedsville? Leeds, Alabama. Leeds. Yeah. Leeds, Alabama. Yeah. So And we want to shout out to TNT for giving him a healthy contract so he can send that money to HBCUs. We support the people who support us. We support. We support. We support, man. So shout out to Charles. Keep doing your thing. Uh, we truly appreciate you being an ally of the culture um, and doing it the right way. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the HBCU segment, the news around the culture, TSU, shout out to Texas Southern, cheerleading national champs, North Carolina A&T, MEAC, 3P, and then Chuck putting his money where his mouth is, man, uh, walking the walk while talk, not even really talking the talk, just walking the walk. So No, um, sh- and not giving nearly enough credit for it. Nope. So shout out to Charles Barkley. Shout out to everyone, man. We'll be right back. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we got we about to get into it, y'all. It is spicy in the NBA. We got W. Hey. We got. <laughs> hey. Go we might trade trade, y'all. <laughs> I'm ready to have a party. This it's spicy boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good right now. No job, hey, man. No. No, uh, no beef in <laughs> women's college basketball, but the NBA is on fire right now. We got punches thrown, people trades, tanking, uh, investigations, uh, uh, buying items, everything, man. We got a this, lot of this stuff. This sounds like on. the NFL to me. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to the Splashcast 36 pack. I'm gonna play it. I got it on shuffle, so it's a random song. So uh, y'all listen to it, and we'll be right back. This could be dangerous. (laughs) It could be. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with our basketball segment of episode 98 of the Splash Cast, the Around the League edition. Uh, we talked about HBCU news around the culture just now, and we had a pregame, hell of a pregame. We got some stuff to talk about in it's the a, NBA. It's always a hell of a pregame with Norwood. Always, no always, a, hell of, always <laughs> a hell of a pregame, Shadé. Always a hell of a pregame. So, oh, my God. The Braves are up yes. 2 nothing. Okay. I'm not going to watch. Not gonna watch. He just hit a double. 
no, you're not gonna watch. Last time I watched the game, it went off the rails so fast. I might not be able to watch another game for the rest of the season. It was so bad so fast. Also, hey. we needed the red slump buster. Let's go. Hey, hey. Y'all, we we don't play with the juju. Also, nah. merch, com- merch coming soon. But we don't play with the juju. So, uh, <laughs> we, uh, I, this how much we don't play with the juju. The Braves had a losing record in 2021 when I watched. I did not watch the whole World Series. I watched bits and pieces. I watched highlights on my phone as it was. You remember that? I was I was watching I it on never, Twitter. I, I never watched never the World Series. I never disrespect the Juju. I'd much rather my team win than me be able to watch the game in real time. I don't care. I want to win. <laughs> I get, my YouTube highlights come on 30, 30 minutes after the game is over. <laughs> we need to win. before. I will never put myself before the one franchise that has continuously <laughs> done what we've asked of them and played well and played hard and played tough. Salute to those guys. Your former Atlanta um, your Atlanta Braves World Series champions. You see it? Let's never always, forget it. Always over my left shoulder. Y'all see it? Yeah. Uh, with two that time, being said... Two-time world champs! <laughs> with that forgot. being said, man, let's get to the WNBA. WNBA. Although, shout out to the uh, dream of the WNBA, WNBA draft tonight. <laughs> the draft is tonight, but... Let's get back to the women's college basketball, man. Magic Johnson uh, decided uh, he was a fan of, um, ooh, excuse me, basically we call this game, recognized game. Uh, Alexis Morris finished a national championship. She scored 19 points in the second half. We talked about that before. And the fact that Magic Johnson, Irvin Magic Johnson, uh, shouted her out on Twitter, and she saw it and retweeted it and was happy, got a signed jersey from her from him uh that was a big deal so shout out to alexis morris man and i'm happy that she got the time and some of the honor and respect she deserved she played a hell of a game but because of people who are uninformed about her sport wanting to take over and monopolize with their own opinions she kind of got put in the shadows behind the whole caitlin clark uh angel reese beef where there was no beef as we will get to here in a second but she just didn't get I don't feel like she got the recognition that she deserved because of everybody else's opinion about everything. I'll take you one step further. I feel like LSU didn't get the recognition they deserved. Nobody, nobody and when I say LSU, I mean they're not talking about the national championship at all. They're not talking about how no. great Angel Reese is. They're not talking about you how great there. Alexis Morris is. They're not talking about any of them. They're only talking about the beef per se, pause, between Caitlin I, and Clark I, and Angel Reese. Both teams have been reduced to two people. And that's yep. unfortunate because both teams have had excellent seasons. Those girls went out there, practiced hard, played hard, accomplished so much. And for it to be reduced to a beef between two people who do not have a beef, that's unfortunate. And shout out to men ruining women's sports. <laughs> Yeah, specifically the subsection of human called what? Uh, see, there we go. I, I Once again, there's a difference between me and Reggie. I don't have to explain to you what you should already know. Right. If you man. don't know it, I'm going to explain it. Listen, I have no problem laying stuff out to you like a nursery rhyme. We said and we showed through the evidence of the scientific method. We had the evidence that it was the white men, the white male. The Anglo-Saxon 
if you will, was the one we make it to 100, y'all. <laughs> was the one that was calling Angel, uh, Angel Reese all types of bigoted names, right? And championing Caitlin Clark for doing the same thing, right? It wasn't us. Nobody from us said nothing about Caitlin. We was like, there's play like, hey, that's tough. She's tough. We voted for her. We didn't, but I'm saying, I'm sure we did. Black folks, we voted for her and Angel. 40 point triple double is crazy. Yeah. Shout out to White Man. You He's said a monster. It. You said it. You He's a up. monster. He brought up the ink. You said it. But um, there is no beef between them two, dog. Matter of fact, when Jill. De- That's what made me angry. When the president's wife decided to try to invite Kate both teams and set precedent, uh, shout out to Caitlin Clark for having some class, understanding the moment. And saying, I don't think runner-ups usually go to the White House. I think LSU should enjoy the moment for them. Yeah. Nessa on my side. Yeah, what's up, Vanessa? She on my side. They'll call a spade a spade. We call hey. a spade a spade. Spade and spade hey. is black, so I don't even know what to call them. But we know what we're talking about. So. Caitlin <laughs> so, <laughs> Clark, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but and shout out to Caitlin Clark, part, though. Shout out to This Clark. is the part for me that I think may be missed by everybody. This is an insult to Caitlin Clark. Yeah. She'll be back next year. Don't tell, hey, man, don't ask me to come up over there for the runner-up dinner. I plan to win this thing next year. So you surely, yeah, no. my, I'll be there. Just hold my invitation next year. I'll bring my trophy. Matter of fact, if she win it, I'm going to look at Jill. You better, you better, Jill, you better have that tweet already in the drafts. 365 days ahead of this next one, if Caitlin Clark like for LSU to come back, and then we can celebrate both of these girls together. It's got to be the only tweet. That's got to. Yeah. Hey, I, yeah. I, I'll go ahead and book y'all on Southwest. Y'all come right on back. And <laughs> since I invited them last year, this year y'all can come, and we could just. Oh, uh, is that the play? Time. She does that, hoping, knowing that, thinking that you won't come, and then you be like, "Sure, I'll be there. Why not?" Is that the point? I bring That's my tough. trophy. Y'all bring y'all trophy, right? <laughs> hey, man. See, when you win, you can do whatever you want to. Or when you had the realest podcast in the world, in this case. Me. Yeah. yeah I'm going, yeah, um, we're going to say what we're going to say now. As Reggie going to say it. He's going to spell it for you. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope you to be intelligent enough to get it. Honestly. I, I, I don't really want to give you the chance. I'm not going to put my faith in you. <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to let I you know. More faith in you guys. I believe that if I explain it in a way, it'll be clear for you guys to understand. Uh-uh. Reggie Man. is in the business of not giving a fuck. Society in the way that it is now shows me that y'all don't understand. So I have to. I have to lay it out. I yeah, believe that our listeners are high society. Our listeners, yeah, but I'm also talking to the first time listeners that we don't know. It is what it is. All right, now when somebody popping that chat <laughs> off Twitch, <laughs> come on, I'm with it. It is what it is. You a bot anyway. Shout out to the bots. Um, but anyway, shout oh, out to Shaq, God. dog. <laughs> shout out to Shaq. Uh, Shaq and Reebok send Michigan team um, sneakers. If you remember last week, uh, Eric Kilburn Jr. could not find any shoes. To fit him, he's a fourteen-year-old, almost seven-foot child, behemoth of a person. Um, Shaq is his idol, of course, because Shaq is one of the few people we knew at the time that wore a shoe that big. 
so uh, Shaq sent and Reebok sent Michigan team some sneakers so that he could actually fit them. Um, and they sent him more than one, and they are fire. Like this, this, yeah. this, this navy blue suede over here, right up, they're right up my alley. Ain't gonna lie to you. And they sent these immediately. They were like, "Hey, man, they're in the process of, of I guess, creating, building him some sneakers." But mm-hmm. in the process, they were like, "Hey, you don't see the the, the white soldieries right there with the gold mm-hmm. with the gum bottoms. Mm-hmm. You got to be old enough to remember the beginning of Cash Money to even know about that shoe." Tease, read your bows. It's all the brother knows. But yeah, I'm happy that they got him. I, I can't imagine not being able to find shoes. Yeah. So last Back. week, when they, uh, when they, when Reebok, I think Reebok and other people were saying he's at the point now where he has to get his shoes specially made. And first of all, he's like 15, so which is crazy. Um, he has to get his shoes specially made because of how big he is. And they talked about it, but you really didn't hear anybody stepping up. I'm sure they did or were or whatever. But Shaq uh, stepped up immediately and sent him some shoes. First off, I also want to talk about how big he is because Eric Kilburn Jr. is a big dude, right? But look how big his mom and dad are. They ain't ain't small. (laughs) Yes. And I had not even thought about that. They are not... He made them look regular. Big of a guy. Yeah, this looks like a regular size family. Like in this, he looks like he's probably about six four. This is the more that you look at this, the more that you should not look at this. Yeah. Because how that's him against regular size people. So for y'all that are not lit, for y'all, go Google for this (laughs) the Eric Kilburn Jr. And you the picture that you see, this is gonna be this gonna be it. Eric Kilburn with his family looks regular sized, right? I just told I'm sorry, it's over here. Eric Kilburn and his family look regular sized over there, dog. I told y'all, right? Then you go to him against people that are the size of regular humans and then him. So that means his mama is this size up to his shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> his mama, that's wild that they look like, like he looks like he's probably about 6'6 six, six in that photo. He looks yeah. tall, but his mom, like they look like a regular middle America family. Well, they mess around, grab you, and take you down through there. She is right. tall. She's tall. Yes, yes. he's tall. Uh, but my, <laughs> That's my son can't play that game. He yeah. out sick, boy. Yeah. What you gonna do? Say something to his daddy? His daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna ask for a birth certificate? No, you just gonna sit yep. there and shut up. <laughs> like, all right, cool. <laughs> I would and say when that I, when I tell you no, what you gonna do? Uh, but I'm happy the dude too. can get can get sneakers, get shoes. I can't imagine like waking up every day. Oh, that's what the point I wanted to, to make. He could Shaq, not physically put shoes on. Shaq, you remember we talked about this before about Shaq uh, taking his shoes and having the Shaq shoe and not selling them in yep. in the mall. He's only selling them. He would sell them in like Walmart. Because and people were making fun of him, like Shaq shoes got stuff at Walmart. And what was the first thing he said? Make fun of it now, but Shaq has been providing affordable shoes to the disenfranchised and disadvantaged for a, for over thirty years now. Now I'm not saying he's disenfranchised or disadvantaged, because but everybody hey, can't I'm afford specially this. made shoes, and for them to go out on social media and make that post shows me that. 
I don't think they could either. So shout out. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Shaq. And I, number one, I like Shaq doing good. He consistently finds a way to do good. And yeah. also, if you're in Atlanta, Friedman shoes might work. I know they make big big sneakers in there. Um, but, yeah, but he's not in Atlanta. He he live on a farm. Ain't no specially made shoe places there. <laughs> you know they have like mail and boxes and stuff, and they they send stuff now, ready. Yeah, I do. Like I said, it's a reason they went to social media. But uh, <laughs> um, so let's get to basketball. Let's get into the NBA. There's a 31 percent chance that Victor Wimbayana ends up in Texas because all three teams are in the lottery. The Spurs, the Rockets, and the Mavs. It would be hilarious if Victor Wimbayana goes to the Houston Rockets. It would be hilarious to me. Because... Why would that... That would be... Well, because Wimbayana, from a cultural, off-the-court standpoint, is more like a Rudy Gobert or Tim Duncan. Right? He's from out of the country. The two teams that have, like, that culture that I don't say specialized but have that culture for real are the Spurs and the Mavericks hmm hmm Houston does Houston does not or not known for it I'll say they do but it's not known for hey man if they get him it's over it's over it's over it's over it's over it's over in 2002 Giannis you better do something will be down there so fast specially made specially made 200 inch mattress Oh yeah, <laughs> thirty put, foot he, mattress. He putting a million on the Rockets every year, and you got a team there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got you a got team, a man. Real team: Victor, uh, Jabari Smith, Tari Eason, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. Unfortunately, Wait. Steven Silas will be gone. Bad man, Wait, let's talk about it. That's not even on the list, but we're gonna talk about it, man. Steven Silas. Houston, you guys, that whole does the Houston Texans owner own the Houston Rockets? Because if he did, no, 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 no. Tillman Fertitta owns uh, the Rockets. That's the guy who owns all the Papa's restaurants, Papa Do's, Papa Cito's. Okay, well, they obviously have similar business practices. You hire somebody, a black man, and you give him the job for a failing team. And then I you think fire him right I on time. I think he does. I think he does on the Astros. That's the Landry's guy. I got to look. Um, but, yeah, I think Houston will be great. I think the other part is if you look at the cities that are in the lottery, Houston is one of the better cities. Yeah. It's probably the best. I, Who else is there? Yeah, I would actually say, yeah, Houston is probably the best city for Victor Whitman Oh, not for Vic. No, not for Vic. Are oh, you talking about just in terms of playing or city? Money. Um. Marketability, yes. I said he's like Rudy Gobert, right? You can bring it back up. I said he's like Rudy Gobert, right? Way more swag than Rudy. Think so? I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm also 38 years old. So I'm not, I'm not, I don't know what swag for the 17-year-olds are anymore, but. Okay, well, when I, look at his game. His game, he doesn't no, no, have. No, yeah, like, yeah, talent-wise, but I mean, culture-wise, uh, Houston might be, I mean, 
that, he fall off the rails real quick. I like going to college from a small town. You going from Paris to nah. strip club, one of the strip club capitals? I can't even say that that is not like going to college. That is like, no, we went to college. <laughs> that is like going. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's everything. Everything. It's a, it's a city looking for a star right now. Um. Yeah. Yeah, this would, this would be it. And he could make a ton of money. They give him all the money he wants, all the marketing he wants. They would love this one. They would love, love. I'd love if he can't be in Atlanta, bro. I would like to see him in Dallas. I would like to see him in Dallas with Luca. But I would love for him to be in the city that I live in too. They, that would be Kristaps Porzingis part two. They would try. They would try to do Luca and Kristaps. That's what they try to do with Luca and Kristaps Porzingis. Now this this graphic is also a little misleading. Dallas has a three percent chance of getting it. Well, we'll get to it later uh, when we talk about the teams not in the play-in or playoffs. Uh, they they might have less than that after that investigation over with. Uh, but um, let's get to the play-in, dog. Let's get to the play-in. The play-in is set. The playoffs are set in the play-in on the East. It is the Heat versus the Hawks, the Raptors versus the Bulls, and the West is the Lakers versus... The Timberwolves and the Pelicans versus OKC. Shout out to OKC making the play in. We thought they were dipped. Till they do right by Silas. I see you, Sneaky. Uh, <laughs> um, shout out to OKC. We thought they were in the tankathon, but they are definitely not. Um, we know. Let's start with the Western Conference before I go to back to the Eastern Conference graphic. The Timberwolves are basically. They're conceding the eighth game to me. I mean, this game to me. Because they were put in a tricky situation because of what happened with in their, in their, uh, see, mm, in their thing. I would feel differently about that if Jaden McDaniel didn't get hurt. Jaden McDaniel is, is actually a very good defender. I think they say he's guarded the All-Stars for this year for the most minutes mm-hmm. uh, over a season. And I think that LeBron is going to try to step it up, and that's who would be the guy who would, you know, who would be doing his best to make it difficult for LeBron. And I think mm-hmm. you're going to need that. And I feel like we're going to get to this Rudy Gobert situation, but I don't I was, think – I was about to go to it right know. now. <laughs> huh? I was about to go to it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. go ahead, and then I, I will tell you how I feel about all of this. There so the re- so the re- the <laughs> ah, the reason the reason why I said that they're conceding this game is because in the last game of the season, Rudy Gobert and Kyle Anderson get into it. Um, of course, Gobert ends up throwing a punch at Kyle Anderson. It came out that Kyle Anderson said, "Yo, why don't you block some shots?" And Rudy Gobert said, why don't you get some rebounds? Kyle Anderson said, man, shut the F up, B. And Rudy said, what'd you say? Threw that punch. <laughs> and then they got separated, of course. Rudy Gobert then sends a, a heartfelt, I apologize to my teammates. 
uh, shouldn't have done it. It came out that Kyle Anderson said that y'all kiss his ass too much. Um, yes. Which, okay, <laughs> hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Stop right there. Okay, so there's a video that comes out, and it is from a Timberwolves staffer. They recorded the conversation of slow-mo talking about Rudy when he was headed to the locker room. This is the reason and that I believe that Rudy is on the outs. Because when he threw the punch, you can see Prince go at him. Now, I do understand Rudy was wrong for throwing the punch, but he also looked like he also had an issue with Rudy. So you have what it looks like to be two players to have an issue with Rudy. Then you have a staffer who it can only have been so many people who recorded this conversation. And we know one thing about all NBA locker rooms. They have video cameras. So they're going to be able to go through the video and see the people who were in that, who went into the locker room, and then from there by process of elimination, or you're going to be able to at least cut this group down to probably five or less people who recorded this. Just a process yeah. of elimination. Yeah, it's kind of like the Draymond situation. I mean, it's exactly like the Draymond it, situation. It's exactly like the Draymond uh, situation. With, uh, somebody with, in the organization leaked that. Yeah, somebody in and the organization they, leaked it. With and, the approval of the organization, I think. Oh, oh you conspiracy theorizing it up. You, you, Hey, listeners, somebody send me a tinfoil fitted. You went tinfoil fitted. We need tinfoil fitteds out here. I'm going to make my own. It's going to look raggedy if I do it, and I don't really want to do that. But, but you know, consp- I didn't think is, about the conspiracy part, but I think I think Rudy's on the way out. I think I think they're going to have they, this didn't work, and they're going to have to blow it up immediately. Yeah. One thing, I mean, well, I, you know about these jobs is these jobs are not the best-paying jobs in the world. Like, these are, you know, working for the Timberwolves is a good job, but it's, you're, not, you're not set for life after a year. And if you know that there is a there are cameras going in and at every exit to a locker room, there's a camera. So they're going to be able to say, oh, this is when he got ejected. This is when he went into the locker room. Boom, boom, boom. This These are the people who were in the locker room at that time. So with Rudy stealing off on Kyle Anderson, this is why Kyle Anderson, that shouldn't have leaked, and this is why Kyle Anderson can't say that, in my opinion. You said they're going to have to make a choice. Oh, he can say that. He can surely say that. He's just stupid for saying it. I, I feel like the choice is already made then. Unless, I don't, well, did, because you're not going to find anybody to trade for Rudy. There's nobody, I'm to me, I think Rudy's, Rudy's trade value is just as bad or has suffered just as much of an, a hit as Trey Young. He's 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 not viewed as the great stifle tower anymore. To me, no, especially now Walker Kessler playing so well without him. He looks like he looks like a liability. He's basically a big liability now. Yes, um, but the reason Kyle Anderson, sure you can say this, they got to make a decision, bro. You are not on the people who can talk about decisions on this team. That's what you, I'm saying. You like you, 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 you are expendable more than more than Rudy. They already paid. Rudy's already paid. Unless they can find somebody, you are the one that hey, is bro. expendable. Yeah, that that. Now, do I think that you can find a job on another team? Sure, but you are you talking about? You got to pick. 
you don't got to pick nothing. You can pick where you you want. You can pick what time you want to come get your stuff from over here, and we will find a new team for you. You and your little nine million dollars of, of never having done anything in the NBA. Say what you want to. Rudy Gobert's got one of the best defensive careers in a long time. He does. He you does. Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson. You don't. You're just a good basketball player. Okay, that Regular captain shit don't mean nothing. Basketball player. That captain shit don't mean nothing to the front office. No, the no. money, money means how much the money. <laughs> <laughs> the money means what it means. Yeah. Um, now I don't, I don't think that the team likes Rudy, but bro, you, you better tell Carl Anthony Towns, or you really need to tell Ant Man to speak on your behalf. I say Ant Man is do. Shout no out, to, shout out to Norwood, man. I, I gotta give you said immediately. Uh. This is Ant-Man's team. <laughs> as soon as he got there, you said, this is Anthony Edwards' team right now. This is no longer Carl Anthony Towns' team. And you're right. And that's a shame. You got two big eight-foot light skins. Y'all let the one dark skin dude come in and take y'all team. He said, add in, add in to the stereotype. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and the worst part is y'all so damn tall. Y'all legitimate eight footers. Y'all both so tall, it don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they went out and, and, wait, 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 and they went without My closing point was, though, if Jaden McDaniel wasn't hurt, I think this team would have wanted to win to spite Rudy Gobert. I think that without Jaden McDaniel, it makes it exponentially more difficult. But I think that they want to prove that they can win without Rudy. So since we're here, since we're here, and oh, the play in starts tomorrow. Hawks gonna lose. Lakers or Timberwolves? You taking the Lakers? No Rudy Gobert. Lakers. No Jay yeah, McDaniel. No Rudy and no Jay McDaniel. So you got Lakers Le- versus Memphis LeBron in the first round. Can't afford that loss. AD can't afford that loss. Rob Palinka can't afford that loss. The NBA would make for, an insane amount of money at first if they lost. Yo, they Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook would dance on their graves. That ooh. Russell Westbrook Ooh. would for sure. Russell Westbrook would for sure. on that grave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Russ be shooting. He be, he be doing all that, throwing all that stuff up. Uh, but you got LeBron. You got the Lakers. Uh, and so the Lakers and the Grizzlies in the first round. I think that's not a bad matchup. I don't I don't think the Lakers will win. But I don't think it's a no, bad matchup. No, well, this, that, that's actually a really good matchup because you can put 80 on Jaron Jackson Jr. And... Now, they Jared have Jackson no center. Very, very, very good. They don't have another but center. But you don't have Steven Adams. Or the dude that got but, hurt that they just paid the Torres Achilles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, they brought Kenny Lofton to shore up their front line. Uh, I think that he could actually cause them problems because he is he's strong and he's, he's physical. Dude. And I don't and think the Lakers really want that. But I don't know if he's in the best of shape. No, nah. no, but because he'll be guarding Rui Hachimura. Um, no, he would not. No, Lord, who, no. Who <laughs> he, he gonna get Jared Jerry Vanderbilt. Part. That's the part. Who he gonna guard? He's too big to guard anybody, but except for AD. That that. <laughs> oh, I saw. I'm gonna tell y'all exactly what happened because it's Monday, so that's when sports happen. So USC to hire Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Now, the part that I missed was they not firing Lincoln Riley. 
I, I was about to say, if you fire Lincoln Riley for Cliff Kingsbury, you are a new fool. But Lincoln Riley, is, I see what he's doing. Uh, you're right. I don't have an answer for Kenny Lofton playing defense. He too slow. Yeah, he ain't in good yeah. enough shape. LeBron yeah. has scored 50 on him, boy. <laughs> uh, hey, young fella, you're not moving fast enough. So the other the other West Coast playing, Western Conference playing, is the Pelicans versus the Thunder. It's no Zion. I mm-hmm. I like the Pelicans here hey, because wait, 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 Brandon wait, 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 Ingram is wait, wait, playing wait, wait, out of his mind. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How many questions? I mean, how many points you think Zion gonna score? Um. Well, if he goes eighty and a sixty-five, he gets two points on his license. So. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> hey, slow down, coming through here, big fella. <laughs> I feel like if he drives the speed limit, then he'll have zero points. Now in the game, um, he gonna have. He's going to get bonus points on his app for ordering whatever food he wants to order while on the bench. Oh, you That's know. the only points he's about to get because ain't nothing else. Pretzels, <laughs> chili dogs, probably some cotton candy. Um, cotton candy, though. <laughs> I, I could, I mean, I could see him doing that. Yeah. But so, I mean, I told I got y'all the... y'all should have traded for Julius, but who am I? Just, just I got, I got, I like, I would love to see OKC win this game. Me too. Me I would too. love to see it, but Brandon so Ingram is a problem. Brandon Ingram is a problem. CJ McCollum is a yeah. problem. Trey Murphy the third is a problem. Um, oh, what's the dude that got into it with uh, Draymond? Uh, he's a problem. Um, the Pelicans Wait, got it, Everybody has gotten into it. No, no, nah, nah, the one where the, the, he would pointed at Draymond. He was like, like after they got into it in the game. Herb oh, Jones. Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy. No, Herb Trey Jones. Murphy. Herb, Herb Jones. Herb Jones. Oh, Herb Jones. Herb. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so many people have gotten into it with Draymond. You could pick, like, all right, we'll have to leave. Yep. So, that means, then who you got winning between OKC and, and Minnesota? Because Rudy Anthony Gobert will be back. Anthony Edwards wills them to win. But Rudy I, Gobert plays against the Thunder, is, and I don't now. That is one team that he could physically dominate. Is the Thunder? They don't have a. I don't know who their center is. Yeah, nah, you're right. He, they should, but the Timberwolves don't play the smartest offense. Yeah, he should and they, be able I, to and just they play dominate. defense now. They got they can put some players yeah. on you to play defense now. Yeah. And I don't they know who just stops Anthony Edwards in the middle and throw him the ball, keep the ball above your head, dunk the ball every time. They don't mm-hmm. really have a big to contend with. Mm-mm. And then just stand in the paint, and all them dudes on on OKC like six seven anyway. They ain't going They want to attack the basket. Rudy just don't let them do it. <laughs> so right, Anthony Towns play somewhere, choose some more jumpers. So Ooh, the East, he got to buy. Oh, here you go. The East. Raptors, Bulls, nine, ten seed. Who you got? Uh, who's? These are two teams in a very bad place. Yeah, because Bulls they have the Zach Levine, Demar Derozan issue, which is truly an issue. Mm-hmm. And Vooch is old. Mm-hmm. The Raptors just have too many guys who are the same size. Which really ain't the worst in today's game if you had a big. Yeah. They because yeah. they're too Pascal they need Siakam. they need yeah. Oh, the Raptors. The Raptors. The Raptors. The Raptors. Pascal Siakam probably runs 
laps around Vucevic, and Vucevic isn't oh, they that put good Williams anymore. They'll put Patrick Williams on Pascal. They won't put Vooch on. Vooch might not get a lot of playing uh-huh. time in this game. Uh-huh. Well, then Patrick Williams ain't going to score no points. Pascal still going to get you 20. <laughs> Ball, he ain't going to score simple. nothing. Patrick Williams is the, the young Tony Snell out there hey, playing, just, exactly. just running and playing defense. <laughs> and, and, and he's he's getting a little bit better, but no, nah, I'm not I'm not afraid of him. And yeah, like the NBA just said, they haven't had any point any games with less than 80 points all season. They haven't done that since like 1959 or 1969. Oh, we just gonna they're gonna score too many points. Everybody's yeah. I mean, Hawks, we score 100 points every night. Just give up 130. Um with that being Ta-da. said, man. The Hawks in the Heat play. No, they don't. <laughs> it's a bye week. For, it's a bye game for the Heat. <laughs> They're going to stay in Miami. They're probably going to have Udonis little uh, retirement reception dinner before the game. I was about to say, because they definitely had his last game here um, where he scored 24 points, was 9 of 17, and had three threes, which is just hey. crazy. And John Collins, you maybe you should try to play like you're Donis Haslam. Anybody can get it. <laughs> you, that's how you feel about the Hawks. So Udonis hey, did yes, in yes. He did John in Collins, his, you uh, need to have more Udonis Haslam nights. Look at this. Now, also, I don't think I feel like man. Orlando just decided it's the end of the year. We're not playing anybody anyway. Let's just this go ahead eighth. and allow them it, to. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this is a Florida basketball god, man. Let him have his time in the sun. We all gonna probably be on new teams next year anyway, because uh, Paulo gonna get us out of here. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if you if if you're not eight feet tall, you don't belong on this team in the first place. UD was gonna yeah, UD they, UD. This is all star game defense. This is yeah. all star game defense. Look, he, he just like, hey, all right, shoot it, man. Go ahead. And it's Udonis Haslam. He's played seven minutes in the last four seasons. I didn't expect it for him to have this much in the tank. Why? He's only played seven minutes in four seasons. Why? He can play. He's older than us. You know your dad. He Now, now he definitely wouldn't have sat in the ice bath. But your dad, when you were younger, when he was also, 40, he played you. He, he, he'll give you a solid 30 minutes of retro dad basketball. Hey. You is in good shape, yo. You get paid to work out. You know how good a shape you be in when you know you ain't got to go to the to the presentation. You just got to go sh- work out all day, run around in practice. Why is Udonis Hasman better shape than Zion Williamson? Yeah, I said it. Luca too. I'm about to say Luca too now. <laughs> but uh, both. Hey, you throw Kenny Lofton in that three, boy. Shout out to, uh, we haven't seen this in a while. There's a lot of stuff that you miss about that you didn't realize you missed during COVID. Um, Udonis Haslam got the going away ceremony. Bam ended up buying Udonis Haslam a rocking chair. D-Way showed up. Uh, Everybody's there. They honored him. I think he was talking. So I got you a, a culture rocking chair. And this is just for, uh, you know, all the many nights, all them bad jokes you gave me. There you go, man. Take your seat. Hey, D-Wade, come hold this for me. D-Wade, come hold this for me. Come hold this rocket chair for me. 
Shots, shots, shots. But uh, so it is a fire rocket chair though. It's got the three rings on the side. It's got yeah. hundred. You know, it's tough. It's tough. Got his name on there. Got playing. the forty. He'll be. I definitely expect to see him in, in, in a shirt in, in in slacks next season on the bench in the same place, just without a jersey on. Um, he I he has been a a staple as far as I'm considered in on the Heat coaching staff. Uh, like I said, he hasn't played. A, he's played less than a game in the past, like probably four or five of you. Minus last, I mean, minus the last game. They're conflating body type and fitness with athletes. Get on them, sneaky. sneaky. Body, body type. What, what type is Zion? What Zion body type? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and Luca. You can be no. Let's. We, I hate when people are like, oh my body type. You can be in shape, bro. You can. They allow you to be in shape. Hey, wait till we get to Russell Okung. That's going to fix everybody talking about, oh, it's a body type. Well, linemen are football different, but we'll get there. Um, So we talked about the Heat. They're getting ready to play. Uh, The Hawks have a little bit of controversy on themselves as well. Hawks ownership has given the front office a green light for whatever it wants to do with the roster this offseason, which includes including Trey Young. Trading Trey Young. Trey Young. I feel like I, I feel like they alluded to this when they hired Landry Fields, though. When they hired Landry Fields, and they said he had, to, they said he had total control of the roster. Now we said no, he don't. That Trey is going to try to do whatever he's going to do behind the scenes, but to get the double down from the Hawks ownership, that's tough. Yeah, he did. He said UD is in better shape than Luca. He said that, sneaky. Yeah, I'll stand by that. Which one of those guys? I, yes, I think that he probably, I think that UD can probably run twice as far as Luke. Um, <laughs> but yes, and, and I'm not even going to let that chat, that chat box permeated that hate. Y'all do not see this screen here. I've been on cloud now. I almost had a praise break when I saw this. That we finally, somebody, I'm glad that we finally got to a point where we're understanding that, hey, maybe, just maybe, Trey has to be on the list of people who can go. I'm happy. I almost wore my Atlanta Hawks shirt today, but I didn't, I didn't want to play with the juju and have them change their mind. But I That's think, number know, one, this is in direct response to how we went out of the playoffs last year, embarrassingly. And I think that this is also the first time that we've heard anybody say anything with their chest since Trey Young has been in office. Um, but then they fired him. <laughs> uh, yes. And that's the reason that I know you said that you feel like that with Landry, but the way that Trey Young, I mean, not Trey Young, but the way that Travis Schlink was unserious, er, unceremoniously, not fired, but just more just put out to pasture. I think you if you're around the organization after you see them do that to Travis, who remember Travis is a world champion for the, the rings he won at Golden State, you have to believe Trey has to be untouchable now. I can't say anything for fear. I may be getting with Travis. And Nate, the other person who did not like him. And Lloyd. I think Lloyd got fired, got more. Uh, Trey, but it was the handling of Cam Reddish too. I think 
is what. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Trey was Lloyd not out of there. I don't think the Trey and Lloyd Pierce are. Yeah. Anything. Um. Yeah, losing to the G League Sixers team didn't help. Although I will say, I mean, in that game, we talked about it before. It's not. It's with Trey. It's never the numbers. With. From quarters one through three, if he's having a decent game, it's never he's the numbers. Gonna, he's going to play. But it's the last – it's when the game gets tight. It's when the pressure gets on, which is so disappointing because when the pressure was on, when we went to the Eastern Conference Finals, he he answered the bell. Bros and Sean, we as a team had a different belief in ourselves, and we had way different – just joy of playing basketball. We don't look like we look so beaten before games. Now we don't look like we enjoy it. And you're right. He had a fantastic game. 25 points and 20 assists. First 25 plus points. He had had 28 points and 20 assists against the 76ers. Um, He played really, really well. A few players just, just didn't play any defense. Nobody played defense. Normally we talk about Trey not playing defense, but that game, Nobody played defense, and we ended up losing. Uh, Sneaky said Trey is Don't. back. Prescott. No. No. no he's and, and this is the thing. If you have a 28-point game with 20 assists, the last play in regulation was you letting the time uh, expire and, for, and us getting a shot clock violation. That's your last possession of this game. Just even the games that he does play well, he does something like that, and I'm like, but I sound like a hater because I'm like, well, you sound like a hater now because we're supposed to, to be talking about his 20 assists in 25 plus points. You said one line. You lost then... that game to the G League, bro. That's <laughs> it. Was... One line. <laughs> was that it. is that game. I had to really duck everybody on social media, and I'm glad it was the end of the season so nobody was paying attention. That game is embarrassing. Yeah. And don't y'all hit my text now. It's a week later. Thanks for listening to the podcast, though. Yeah, most of y'all teams not in the playoffs anyway. So, um, DeJounte and Trey Young average Trey 26-10. DeJounte 20-6 are the second set of teammates in history to average at least 20 points and six assists in a single season behind Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. When Jordan had 30-6 and six in 80 games, Pippen played all games and averaged 21-7 and seven for the 91-92 Chicago Bulls. Um, shout out to the to the Hawks for doing well on Thanks for pointing offense. that out, Kev. Shout out to the Hawks uh, for uh, pointing out that offensively, these two are, dy- are dynamic. Trying to – I love the Hawks PR team. And y'all need to take Jordan Pippen off this. Oh. Y'all need to take they, Jordan they Pippen off this. They find a way <laughs> to spin things positively in ways that I have never seen. We will get cooked in the game. And then they'll just they'll flip up the good highlights and, and not then they post the put score. a caption. Won't even post the score. No, they'll post <laughs> they post a score, but they just put final. <laughs> no, no witty caption. No, we, no four dubs in a row. Remember that one point we won all them games in a row. It was like WWE. Nah, none of that. Final. Um, yeah, this is Jordan defense. This is Jordan and Pippen without any defense. This Jordan. is this is it, right? <laughs> Offensively, man, it, it just goes to show. Uh, offensively, we are we are insane. We just we got to figure out how to play some defense and got to figure out how to have better basketball IQ uh, at the position where you need basketball 
You, you know the best way to do that is get Jalen Brown to become Atlanta Hawk. <laughs> he wants. I mean, the table is set. While I open up the rest of these links, I mean, the table Man, is set. I got my fork and knife right here. <laughs> Make the table. I'm. What? Hey, he already. He Boston. already said that. You know, he's already put the doubt in the air about Boston. Um, he doesn't like the culture up there. Of course, you know, he's very, very, very pro the culture, uh, pro black, and. He's extremely, extremely educated. Um, Just come on to Atlanta. Just come to Atlanta. And he's the Players Association president, vice president. Like, he's very abreast of the political climate of the country. So being in Boston probably ain't the best. But, of course, they're winning. So, I mean, that can drown out a lot of noise. But when you say something about it, that means somebody turning the volume up a little bit. Come on home. Said all of that. Come on home. But if they have to make a trade, you got to get – you have to get that caliber of player. You have to get a Jalen Brown. Oh, I keep man. saying Anthony Edwards is not going to happen, but as I see punches thrown and all of that stuff, it looks to me that they'll just blow up the whole team and keep him uh, versus do anything else. Um, yeah, the rest of these chumps, no, I don't know. Like I told you, it's his team. If I can get rid of these dudes who are getting paid all this money and then not affecting us winning, they can go. He at yeah. least has heart. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but, and and I'll go ahead and tell y'all the early trade pack uh, trade packages for Trey Young have been uh, John Collins disrespectful. They're just they're the same well, level worse, as the John. It's worse. just disrespectful. As offended as I used to get about John Collins trade packages, the Trey Young the first batch even worse. They talking about Tyler Hero, or Duncan Robinson, and a first. Boy, I watched Trey let the shot Shoot from every night, every night out of principle. If y'all send me $17 million a year bench warmer, I don't even think Duncan Robinson got a number no more. I ain't seen him since this winter oh, solstice. I don't know where he hey. is, bruh. He don't even play more than the if G Leaguers. Mac McClung plays Robinson, more. I will kick over their whole damn basketball. Nope. I hope it I happens. Take all I hope it happens. My job that plays me. I will road trip to Atlanta. I'm not even blind, buying a ticket. I'm driving and stewing. I'm in there full crock pot, and I'm going to get to Phillips Arena, and I'm going to take my right foot, and I'm going to stay kick far. it all the way down by myself. Stay far. I right. swear to you, if you send me State Farm, Phillips Arena, the Omni, hell, <laughs> Ted Turner Stadium, uh, Truist Stadium. Uh, whatever, what else, what else in, in Atlanta, the big chicken, I will <laughs> kick it all over. If y'all send me Duncan Robinson and, and Tyler hero, man. Now that's not, now I'm not going to give Trey young to Jimmy Butler and bam out of bio. Hell no, <laughs> nothing, nothing. Don't. And Kyle Lowry will get you cussed out. I don't, I don't think, I don't think Miami has enough to offer. I, I think for what Atlanta wants, they're going to have to go and get, they're gonna, you, it's got to be a top 15 player and a, that and Jimmy Butler's too old for that trade. So I can see him going the to the Magic. The best trade I can see I've him going so to the Magic is Zach Levine. Which would be funny because you talk so bad about Zach Levine. That would be funny. He's at, he's at least taller. Give me taller Trey Young. With no defense. Shorter I mean, the defense is the same. Nah, at least he's taller. 
At least we going to see. They play tomorrow. How about to say? You can say the defense not to say. They're going to play tomorrow. We going to see. <laughs> we going to see. Oh, we are going to see them play because we going to lose to the Heat, y'all. <laughs> we going to see. We going to so, lose. Braves win, baby. Oh, we won? Chop it out. We- Chop that thing out. Yes, sir. In 10. Wasn't the win that we... I thought Whoa. we was gonna get, but we, we won. Was up, we was up three. We was up, play. we was up three one in the ninth. Oh, oh, Murphy. We Holmes won that's hey, man. center. Riley scores. We went. Oh, they were up three four three in the bottom of the ninth. Bottom of the tenth. Um. So I let's talk no, about it. I just I think by by pure pause this. No cam, no mace. Um. But yeah, just strictly size wise. He's just better than Trey. And yeah, Trey, I mean, I can see. Always have to remember, he's playing against the worst perimeter player they have. Murray gonna take the smaller guy. Hunter gonna take the bigger guy, and then Trey takes Tom Sadaransky. <laughs> Who gets thirty-eight? Tom Sadaransky goes for thirty-four. Personal high, <laughs> career high, season high, 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 high. Yeah. But uh, speaking of teams in the playoffs, we talked about the Clippers before, man, with Russell Westbrook dancing on the Lakers' grave if they lose. Uh, Paul George is expected to be sidelined to start of the first round of the playoff series versus the Suns. You know, he had that. How was he still not? He ain't been healthy in so long. Well, no. Now, his, this last injury was scary. When they fell into his knee, He and it looked like he – Tore his knee. His knee. It looked like the Giannis injury against the Hawks in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference Finals, where it looked like he tore his knee and he was out for two games. That's what that. And then he was just like, "I'm a superhuman robot. Um, you may know me as X Men hmm? or Terminator." But or that was anything. also the he, finals he... too. But that was the finals too, though. If if this were the finals, I believe Paul George could play. But this is not the finals. And it was the regular season, and now it's here. So now they may be taking the calculated risk. I feel like he's always big hurt. He's always like, he's hurt. always like yeah. He's always hurt. It's always. and it's and it's and it's it's freak injuries. Like the the USA game was freak injury. This was a freak injury. He isn't you know it's just be it's tough. That's got to deal with your psyche to be like I'm always hurt. Like, oh, yeah, why can't I why? You got Mikael Bridges, who didn't play 352 NBA games in a row. He came, he hadn't missed a game since probably like high school. He played all of the Villanova games, every game. He's played every NBA game. And Paul George's like, man, I'm trying to make it to a damn season, bro. Mm-hmm. What did I do wrong? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Paul George is out for the Clippers um, against the Suns, and they definitely desperately need him. Um because that's a good series if he plays. Because the Clippers kind of match up against him uh, with Paul George. But without Paul George, and apparently without, <laughs> uh, they're going to have a tough time with the Suns. Now, they played the Suns, and they they had to play uh, because Look of the season. And somehow... Bones Highland and Mason Plumley got into it. Now we just showed y'all the punch between Rudy Gobert and Shlomo. Uh but Bones Highland and Mason Plumley get into it. And I, I for the life of me, I can't understand why everybody is fighting at the end. And Bones got in Mason Plumley's face. Now, 
I understand you from the 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 Delaware and Northeast, but Mason Plumley a big big dude, bro. Can we go back to the last video? I mean, can we go back to the still, please? My fantastic co-host. I want you to notice who is moving backwards in this. I want you to also know who is actually leaning forward in in the top photo. That's the same person who got ejected from his space by the much smaller individual. <laughs> I understand that the Plumley brother comes from a long line of superhuman-sized people. Bones Highland is unimpressed. <laughs> He's extremely unimpressed, and I think Bones Highland is letting you know because I can see your extra long, wide neck is leaning forward. I didn't see in the next photo you've been ejected from your position while Mr. Highland <laughs> is standing in the same spot. Yeah. And here's the video of it. Do with that what, what you will. He looked up and pushed him out of the way. <laughs> you might. You got to probably put hands on him, Plumley. You ain't going to be pushing me like that, little dude. Yeah. And then he went back to him and tried to get it. You saw that? He went back was like, I dare you to say something now after Plumley sat down. And Bones walked right up on him, too. Yeah. Yeah, Plumley was about to sit down. Hey. I had this smoke from on the floor. I'm coming. Yeah, yeah, you did. He did walk back over there. Yeah, he walked right back on. Him. I was like, because Plumley kept talking. I was like, oh, Plumley was really. Upset. Oh, you I think he hit him with the Rudy Gobert? I'll beat your ass. <laughs> Bones said, "What's up, then?" Hmm. Now Bones, it, got them bones. It, it, he also ain't Wop, been ready. Wop bamboo right upside your head. Now you know you're not gonna move fast enough, so you have to strike him. And also. And also, Bones, you know, he was in the in the offseason news for getting into it with somebody talking trash to him at the court. Like, he's been about yep. that life, apparently. He has been about that And I want you life. to notice, who did they restrain? Bones. You typically restrain the more dangerous person. You protect the person who is less dangerous. Ain't nobody restraining Bones. Yeah. I think they're more concerned about, about Bones. Well, yeah, because, I mean, also, if, if, if you... Are his associate or friend? He's already got kicked out of Denver for disagreements in the locker room and locker room behavior, allegedly, um, and not going into the game. I listening to the coaches. So, shout out to Norman. Hey, you want to come play in Atlanta, kid? We like a little spirit. Shout out to Norman Powell and all of them for at least stepping up. You know, Russ, look at Russ. Russ, like, hey, go do it. Russ is out of it. <laughs> Russ that back like, yeah, go ahead. He's <laughs> not even in. He's not even in the camera angle. Not he's after like, the push. Y'all good. He walked. <laughs> None of y'all gonna fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, <laughs> Russ got get out of him there. Then. Let him get to him. That's that always be my answer. Let him get to him then. Let's see what we see. got. <laughs> hey man, so let's talk about teams not in the playoffs. Hmm. We talked about knocking out people. Now we talking about <laughs> the teams that was knocked out being out of their city. Hey man, Dame. Yes. I don't have much of an appetite for building with guys two and three years away and not really going after it. This is from the book of Manny Machado negotiating. Um, I'm not going to be disrespectful, but I'm going to let you know. Either you do what. Is necessary for me for us to be competitive for a title or trade me. That's what this sentence well, is. It, it's not like his team is a bunch of young players. The only person I feel like 
is that young is Anthony Simons. Jeremy Grant ain't young. Uh, Yusuf Nurchik ain't ain't young. But also, Dame, it's time for you to go. You know how you have that one friend who's who always stayed one place a little too long. Oh, they got Shane Sharp, go Anthony Simons, Matisse Thybul, Cam Reddish. None of those guys are young guys. Those are guys yeah, who are. are the, who are you considering young? How old is Cam Reddish? Cam Reddish is Cam Reddish the same. At, it's twenty three. Yes. We expect to be competitive. We expect DeAndre Hunter to be competitive. Matisse Thybul is 26. So I'll, I'll say Matisse yeah. Thybul is right in the prime of his career. I feel like the majority, like that's the, an appropriate age of a team Jabari Walker that is 20. trying to win. No, Jabari Walker is 20. Justice Winslow doesn't play. <laughs> um, Nazir Little, 23. Like they're, they're, they got a lot of young players. They, that's why it's basically time for them to go. Like it's it's time for Dame to be out of there. No, 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 no. Dame, it's time for you to go. That's what I said. You need to go. Oh, I thought you said it's time for them to go. No, Dame, it's time for you to be somewhere else. You. I hope he makes. It. I I wish I wish there was a way he could make it to Miami. I would love Miami. to see him in Miami. You can make it to Miami. You'd have How? to. I don't know. Draft pick. They got the cap space to take on Kyle Lowry. Um, and they'd have to rebuild. That'd be, I mean, they'd be tanking. Mm, I mean, they're tanking anyway. They tanking with Dame. You might as well take without him. What about Dame in Minnesota? Too many moving pieces in Minnesota. Trade, in Minnesota just trade Rudy. I don't want Rudy. Not that long, stupid contract. No thanks. If, if I'm trading for Dame, and I'm if I have to decide between Dame, I mean between Rudy and Kyle Lowry, at least give me Kyle Lowry. He's he's uh expiring at the end of next year. Dang, that thing is there from till 2026. That's three more years. 26 more. Exactly. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Give me at least then I can clear my slate. I can get rid of Kyle Lowry. It's gonna be a rough year. Dang, gotta go, I just man, gotta go. It, you go ahead and pay. You go ahead and pay Anthony Simons immediately. Hey man, we really believe in you. We're gonna get uh, Nurchik out of here. Hey Jeremy Grant, you got two options. You can stick around for a few years, or we can let you go too. Those are really where we at, and we'll really honor either one. It's a lot of teams. I feel like he'd be a good Laker, Jeremy Grant. I don't know what you would give up. No, they don't have anything. Hey Kev, I'm trying to think. Oh, is there a world scene where he goes to Philly? No, but I can see him going to the Rockets. No, that's the same. You're still with players that are two to three. No, years absolutely away. not. Especially if you could get Wimbenyana, then you have Wimbenyana still, at the. Five. Everybody's two to three years away. Oh, yeah, they are. Jabari Parker is not going to be an All Star next year. No, but Wimbenyana. Jabari, Smith, Jeremy Grant, Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green. Yeah, I would like to see that. I'm interested in that. I'm surely interested in that. 
I would if I'm Dame. Or I'm not, I, if or, I'm Dame, I'm not. Or I'm you not, could get one of those guys from OKC. I would. I would if I'm Dame, me, I'm not going there. Dame, if I'm Dame, you got to send me to. I think. No, 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 no. Jeremy Grant. I'm not talking about Dame. No, Dame is. Oh, I'm talking, about, talking about Jeremy Grant. I'm talking. I ain't worried about. I don't care about Jeremy. We talking about Dame. Dame need to get out of there. Oh. Jeremy Grant can stay. I don't care. I'm talking about Dame. Dame need to go. I, is yeah. there a world Dame, where Dame can, ends up in Dame to Philly? Is there a world where I mean, yeah, you got to pay Maxi. Is there a way that you can get Dame to New York? Is there are there pieces that you give up to get Dame? Brooklyn. They don't got no picks. They send them all to the Heat. Brooklyn. I mean, not the Heat. They send them to the Rockets. Brooklyn don't have them picks. Remember, they got they traded for James Harden. All of their picks are in Houston. That's the reason I'm saying that Houston. What did they trade? What did they get back for? Uh, they got picks in the Kevin Durant trade. They had picks in the Kyrie Irving trade. I, I'm Dallas and Phoenix. Well, what do you mean? Dallas is in the lottery. Phoenix. Them Phoenix picks ain't going to be good. Let me tell you that now. Kevin Durant ain't never lost in the Suns jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Away or home. He's never lost in that jersey. Um, and Dallas, yeah, I don't. I just don't think that because they were desperate when they when they traded them picks, they're probably either down the line or not great. I, if he wants to be with a contender, there ain't really too many places he can go then. Right? Uh, let's look at it. Yeah, let's I, I, I have to look quick. at the Eastern Conference again to remember who. I'm gonna pull up the playoff bracket. Could, uh, I'm gonna pull well, up the playoff bracket. I feel bracket. like you. Yeah. Mm. There were what Dame ends up in Milwaukee, Cleveland, 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 Cleveland. No. For who would you? Darius Garland. For Darius Garland? Darius Garland and need one more of something. That's that's, and that's, that's the issue. That's, if Cleveland makes it to I, I, I don't see it. I think Cleveland's locked in Cleveland, to they have. I don't see them making any Cleveland plays. doesn't have that other player that's good enough Ooh. for you to make it answer is the Clippers. You would you would need Darius Garland and you would need like that next guy just isn't that good for the Cavs. That's that's to me is the part that I don't trust. I don't want Danny Green, Ricky Rubio, Isaac Okoro, Harris LeVert, Chetty Osmond, Dean Wade, Robin Lopez, Big Lil Mobley, Neto, Lamar Stevens, Nor Windler. I don't want any of those guys. And and Darius Garland alone is not enough. I I said Cleveland wasn't it. You said Cleveland. I said yeah. Um, the Clippers. Um, this is the teams that are in the playoffs or the play in. Miami does look the good. The the net. I said the Nets. You said no. They ain't got no picks. That what you said. The Pelicans got uh, picks oh, and players ben to move. Simmons. That will be the answer. Well, you you better send me. They ain't got enough picks to send me. Ben Simmons' contract still got a couple years on it, don't it? Yeah, that's the no, issue. I mean, yeah, like to me, once again, Spencer Dinwiddie. I was about to say the Clippers is it, dog? The Clippers, 
or New Orleans are the two teams what you that sending I'll me? Paul George. What are you sending me? Paul George. Yeah, Paul George. You could have no. one of them guards. You have one of them guards. Who you want? Which no, one you want? It's going to be tough to move Dame. Going to take, but you might to have to move Dame to a contender. Is going to be tough. It is like tough. A, a three-team deal. Send Trey to Portland. Ain't no way. Ooh, wait, 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 wait. Here it is. No, I don't want send Trey to Portland. Norwood, the two K God. Uh I was thinking he ain't gonna want to go to Washington. Who? I would like Dame Bill. didn't know. Yeah. You there's no way. No. Dame has to go to you you would trade Paul George and yeah, either Terrence Mann or uh Norman Powell or uh one of them players. Luke no, Luke Kennard's not on the team anymore. Eric Gordon, yeah, he can go. You you trade one of them guards and PG and you get Dane. I don't know. Sneaky. Dame said he does not want to be on a team where they are rebuilding for two to three more years. Dame wants to go to a contender. The Clippers <laughs> are Dame. Dame, Dame Cali? Yeah, I think the Dame on the Magic. She they better be win now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You oh, probably need the, you need a wing. I know that you probably think that this is crazy. The Jazz. Again, Dame ain't going to the Jazz. Y'all got to read the I quote. Think the, the, I don't have much of an appetite for building with guys two and three years away and not really going after it. Unless you add I something else with Dame, the Jazz ain't it. Lord Markin and Walker Gate. Mm. It only, it, uh, yeah. Segue, yeah, I just I believe that there are teams that are like right there on the the cusp. There'll always be a team like Cleveland. Before Evan Mobley, they were they weren't really too much of anything. Well, I, well, well, you, they also got Evan Mobley. They traded for Jared Allen. Like they had other pieces, and then they got Evan Mobley. They got Darius Garland already yeah, there. You're right. Then they got no, Evan they got Mobley Garland first. Evan Mobley was the draft pick, and the trade was the two that made Cleveland the number four seed. That uh, I wouldn't say that, but since we talked about the Jazz, Lori Markkinen will finish will serve in the Finnish military. I was wondering how you say that. What are the people of Finland called? They're called finishers. <laughs> it's a joke there. Uh, military service is mandatory for male citizens of Finland and must be completed. By the age of 30. Lori is like, I think he's 24. Mm-hmm. I'm out. If I was willing to send you Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, I don't send black people to Utah. Is that enough for Dave? Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson? Yes. No, it's not enough. Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga, Anna first. Ew. Who would come off the bench? Oh, Clay got to play the three. <laughs> That's going to get cooked at the three. I mean, well, well, I mean, 
But you gonna score a thousand points. You be out there with Jordan Poole anyway. You just swapping. Yeah, you're just you're losing Jonathan Kaminga, but you're get you're swapping uh Jordan Poole for Dane. That's a trade up. It works. The money works too, I believe. It's kind of crazy. I mean, that ain't It's kind of crazy. Yeah, and Jordan Poole, you've seen him play pretty good. It'll he probably have to be Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. You got to trade Wiggins. And that's what makes that work. But I don't think they want to trade Wiggins. I, I think Wiggins fits. I would rather trade Jordan Poole and Kaminga than trade Wiggins. But Dame could really make it. Dame's unfair. ability to score unfair. That would be the second most unfair trade we'd ever seen the Golden State Warriors make because the first one wasn't really a trade. It was signing. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's Kevin the other point. Like, you give them a heater, and Steph is, has been on a heater. Clay led that's the league fair. in three points. That's not fair. 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 I, I would watch but, it because I would but, try to see who could win, who could score, hit the most threes. You had the three wait, best wait, wait, three wait, point wait. shooters on one team in the league? No. But wait, no. this is the thing, though. You look at the Blazers team, you have Anthony Simons, you have Jordan Poole, you have Andrew Wiggins, and you have Jeremy Grant. We you down the rabbit hole now, y'all. We here. I was going to talk about Lloyd marketing. We still going to talk about it. Uh, we'll probably take some stuff off of football, but I'm going to put, since you want to go Golden State, I'm going to go. Let me see how much this person makes first. I th- I mean, I think that the Blazers have to be okay with getting Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, you have all you would need is a legitimate five. Ooh, can't do it. Dane makes $44 million a year. Yeah. What were you asking for? Wiggins, Wiggins and Poole make around that. No, yeah, no, that's fine. I was going to throw another team into the mix if they don't win this year. The Suns. Ooh. Dame, Book, and KD. But Chris Paul only in eight, but Chris Paul only makes $30 million. Dame makes 44. So you have to subsidize that 14 million and there's no other person to send to subsidize that 14 million that I can think of maybe that they would take because you're not going to take an old I'm Chris not. Paul for a younger Dane. You're not going to do that. So you got to give them no, somebody and else and there's nobody to give them. Wait, how much does Aiden make? Uh, $40 million? No, 26? No. Yeah. DeAndre Jordan. Why would you think I'm looking for DeAndre Jordan in 2020? <laughs> what? Is he still in the NBA? <laughs> but yeah, that might be a situation where you can finally get eight Four years, 132. He takes a cap hit of 30 million. And 31, yeah, so that's 60 million. million. You said Chris Paul makes 30 million too? Uh-huh. Yeah, 44 to 60 ain't gonna make it. You gotta, you gotta figure there's a way. Dame and Dallas. They need, I mean, would you ever have Dame or Kyrie? Dame. Dame in Dallas. But you can't, tra- you can't, you can't, 
You have to sign and trade. What? Uh, yeah, because Kyrie wants a max deal, which yeah, Portland yeah. ain't gonna do. But and Portland, boy, I don't. I'm not. I'm not allowing my good asset, Anthony Simons, to get over there playing with Kyrie. Yeah, you need more of a point guard than anything else. You need like a pure. And point you guard. just you're not. I I like Kyrie and I love all the philanthropy things, but his is inconsistency and in playing basketball on a regular basis and I respect his ability to do that. I can't you gotta come to work with, at Norwood Enterprises. Me and you come to work every day for the splash cast. So yeah, you gotta you gotta come on through here, big dog. We here every day, nine to five at least, at minimum. Speaking of coming to work, Luca telling y'all I ain't never want to leave. Uh I saw the report. I don't know who who uh, somebody said that I was going to request a trade. It was funny because I didn't know that was true. I didn't say it. I'm happy here. There's nothing to worry about. Go ahead and put that to rest. Now, they said in the report, though, they said could request a trade. But Yes, of course. They're insinuating. And they, like the thing that they brought up was Miami. And I said there's Miami is the culture in Miami does not fit loop. You have to really like their fitness you need to do thing. The assets they don't have anybody legit. to trade. I mean, you have to trade Jimmy, and Jimmy ain't. Well, yeah, and next year you'd have to do it because he's his contracts. Yeah. And Mark Cuban is not taking a deal that involves Jimmy Butler for Luka Doncic. No, and Jimmy Butler ain't going. You're, that's a full rebuild. You're you you're not going to be able to get. You're never. You're not going to be able to buy Luka Doncic off of Mark Cuban. That is the honest to God truth. The only way you're getting Luka Doncic is at his when his when his contract is up. There's no other way. Who do you think that he would trade him for? That's mm-hmm. nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that Mark Cuban and I and I, I think very highly of Luka, but I also think that Mark Cuban thinks that Luka Doncic is the best player in the NBA. Oh yeah, he definitely he, does. He he's not give he's not taking. I'm trying to think of who he thinks that he because he's not going to take a guy like LeBron or KD. They way too old. Um, I I think he'd probably be like no. I think he would say no to Jason Tatum, and I, I guess that's probably the best guy for about that age range. Dame the Boston. I think he's going to say no. Huh? Dame the Boston would be crazy. And they got the pieces to make it work. <laughs> and the Blazers be like, send him, send me, send me Jalen Brown. I don't think Anthony so. Simons and Jalen Brown. I don't know if you do that. I, I think they would trade. They would try to trade everybody else. They would trade Brogdon. They would trade White. <laughs> no, they you're trade. not. They give his broken Marcus, parts and old used batteries for Dame. Marcus Smart. No. I think they would trade Marcus Smart. You could send um, Marcus Dumb. I don't care what the level of IQ is. <laughs> if it ain't Jalen Brown, don't don't even hit Sam. I'm gonna take that as a sign of disrespect. Well, then you okay? We'll go to the finals. You can stay over there. Um, the NBA. Speaking back to the Mavericks, the NBA will investigate the Mavericks' decision to rest key players in Friday's loss to the Bulls. So we talked about this briefly um, on Saturday morning live, I believe, but. The the Mavericks were, if they won against the Bulls, they were going to make the play-in, I believe. The Mavericks ended up playing Luka Doncic one quarter, 
and then sat the rest of the starters. <laughs> okay, I said key players because I mean they're just a team full of bench players. Yeah, guys. So so for it, so for and, me, this well, only on, matters wait, 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 if they hold were on, to hold on, hold on. The point of the point of this, the play in and all of that, is to eliminate exactly what the Mavs are doing, which is like, oh, we ain't, we're not gonna play the play in just to go get smoked in the first round. That's what the eliminated. That's what the NBA is trying to eliminate. So if the NBA is trying to eliminate this, you gotta come down hard and and investigate the Mavericks. Otherwise, they just did it. So I think they did it. It was so blatant and so disrespectful. Mm, so for me on this one, if you don't take my first round draft pick, this is not a problem. That is the only thing that you can do to Mark Cuban is take away draft capital. Which is why I said I said about Victor Wimbayana, which is why I said that. But, but I mean, they only have really a 3% chance of getting him. So that's not. That's not really the thing. The the removing him out of the Wimbledon is not the issue. You just trying to build a team. You need more shots at finding good players, cheap good players. On top of that, because you have a supermax salary. You but so, you can find Mark Cuban all the money in in the world. He's not gonna be bothered. So if they take if they take a draft pick, then oh Lord. That's, but that's that takes so much to prove. No, and you can just say well, in the first hurt. they fat he wasn't hurt. They just said they go. They can the NBA can prove what they want to prove. If they want to investigate this and prove that they they tanked and did this on purpose and punished them, if they want to, they can. And whether no, they do it or not, this, they this is we don't know. This is fake concern. Because you know what the NBA also doesn't want? Luca to get dogged out in the first round. They they understand that too. That's that's their golden boy. That's the guy who they try to sell as much as they can. Yeah, well, that's what I said. I said the go. NBA could prove it, but is whether yeah, they no. want to or not. This is a, this will be a lot of fake concern. I know y'all saw it, so I gotta say something, but I really don't care. <laughs> and yeah. and I knew that when they traded for Kyrie, what that was. Hey, this all we got. This this is my last card in the deck. If it walks across the table, then congratulations. But I'm not gonna be surprised if I lose to a three of spades. Well, I knew I shouldn't have kept this ace of hearts this long in the first place. Well, you know, when you don't make the playoffs, they always say one, two, three, Cancun. If you're not gonna make the playoffs, you might as well flex and just say one, two, three, believe. Segway King. <laughs> they say one, two, three, believe. Right by the rail. <laughs> Reggie Bullock bought a piece, bought an island, and has renamed it Bullock Island. I don't remember if we covered this last week or not, but when the Mavs didn't make the playoffs and they got sent to Cancun, I said we got to talk about it again. Reggie. Plays for Brooklyn now. Reggie Bullock. I'm sorry. Didn't they trade him to Brooklyn? When? He's Kyrie. never played. He's no. Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my bad. You're right. 
Oh, <laughs> DFS. They the same person to me. Oh, yeah, you're right. My bad. <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Go on to the, the Bullock Island. My bad. I definitely thought you. Oh, man. Stepped mm-hmm. on that. I was on a roll, too. But uh, it's cool. Yeah, he plans to build a resort for both family and guests, too, uh, to use the vacation. And he's named it Bullock Island. It's a five-acre island in Belize. So, that's dope on so many ways. I've always wanted my dream for my family was to buy a family home and like so that everybody can international family home for him to do an international family home is one thing for him to buy an island is genius and it's probably going to be if he if he does it right could be one of the more exclusive resorts in belize because it's a five acre island it's not that not that many people can be there Mm -mm. yes just the people who we want to be there yep that is going to be tough that is going to be tough. Shot. I we give Reggie Bullock a lot of shit. I talk a lot of shit about Reggie Bullock, but off the court, this is one of the better moves, and I I am in admiration of the thought and the ability to do this. This is dope. How, how many more years on that contract? You're gonna be able to move out there soon, permanent. <laughs> <laughs> you there every April? Anyway? No, I'm playing. Um, wow. <laughs> nah. Wow. Nah, he, <laughs> oh, you put it right by the rim. Well, right he, here. he's 31 years old, and that contract next year is only partially guaranteed. But, I mean, Looks obviously like he saved up some money. Looks like he saved some money. <laughs> he can go over to yes, the Lakers. Buy out be another, be another part. written all over that. Lakers roster is like an American car. You got a little Chevrolet in there, a little Ford in the engine. You got a little... Sh- <laughs> <laughs> got 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 a whole got some Mustang parts, got some Corvette parts, got a whole bunch of stuff in that in it. And then you got LeBron. Um, but shout out to Reggie Bullock, man. And before we get out of here, another team that didn't make the playoffs. Hey, James Wiseman says this is really like his rookie year because this is the first time he's actually been able to play in the NBA. Um, uh, he said he's just got to take it a day at a time. I'm not gonna read the whole quote, but you do know at the end of the season last this season, James Wiseman was playing pretty well and playing pretty consistently. If it's one thing yeah, us as fans the, know, is to not you need to play your rookies. I don't understand because you basically traded him for uh Gary Payton Jr. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have knew, I wish I would have understood the thought process behind just giving up on Wiseman. There has to be something else. Because come on, Lo- Looney, I don't, I can't, I can't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, okay, he might not fit in the system like Kevon Looney does or do the same things that Draymond does, but he's tall and he can score and he can rebound and he can block shots. I'm not giving up. At worst, no, I can't. I guess, I don't know, because they really gave up. You're not, like Gary Payton Jr., Sure, he's a good addition to the team, I guess. Well, they need they need a perimeter defense because they they didn't have Wiggins. They need a perimeter defense. So if you have an asset, I don't. I understand you're not wanting to give up on them, but the Warriors are in that whole win now and build for the future ain't work. We thought it worked, and then it didn't work this year. So they 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 are pretty much moving into we need to try to win as much as we can. Right now, and we'll figure out everything else out after that. But I think even with that, Moses Moody too soon, personally. 
Oh, I know why it was because you weren't going. I mean, well, his extension is up. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, you could have exercised the option and had. I would have just rather have him for one more year and then just not pay him. But you had a chance to get Gary Payton Jr. Well, it turned into Gary Payton Jr. You could have got him any other way. So, uh, man, I could have got Gary Payton Jr. by seventy-five other ways that did not include up giving up my one number one draft pick, and I can't remember how long. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, hey, man, we've come to the end of the basketball segment of episode 98 of the Splashcast, Monday Night Raw. We appreciate y'all tuning in. We're going to take a couple-minute break, and then we will be right back for our football segment. Y'all listen to the Splashcast 36-pack while we take a break. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, with our final segment of the Splash Cast, episode 98, Monday Night Raw. We appreciate y'all tuning in, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in. We are going to get to the NFL, man. College football spring game, spring practices underway. Um, whole lot of stuff I to did, look forward to. Oh, go ahead. I did want to say, um, poor Kanye, man. Drake. Constantly making songs that involve your wife has to be. Next one. Do not use my wife's voicemail on your song. You know we don't like each other. You know we have beef. And you playing Russian roulette with the song is very dangerous. There is a both fantastic song. It is both, which is also extremely highly inappropriate. And I'm glad that that's not one that was played. Yeah, I don't know. Shout out to New Orleans Bounce music, though. I'm going to tell you, when you hear it, you can be like, oh, that's the one. But don't play that at work without your headphones on. Oh, Nicky Nindor. No, uh-uh. no, that's not it. That's Smiley. That's Canadian dude. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Either. Oh, well, I listen to it. Y'all make sure y'all listen to the Splashcast 36 pack. Uh, let's get to this football real quick, man. It's the off season. As I was saying, um, it is spring football for college football. A lot of spring practice. A lot of stuff going on. What? Um, that ain't got nothing to do with spring practice. That's just investing. Spring practice. I was like, no, I was saying, so we don't have anything to talk about in terms of college football oh. yet. Uh, let's take it to the the subset of the subgroup of humans that we talked about earlier. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals owner... <laughs> Michael Bidwell is accused of gross misconduct, gross misconduct, including cheating, wow, discrimination, and harassment in an arbitration claim filed Tuesday by former Cardinals executive Terry McDonough to NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. McDonough maintains that he and both he that both he and former Cardinals head coach Steve Wilkes were left. No choice but to follow Bidwell's plan to use burner phones to communicate with former Arizona general manager Steve Klein while Klein was serving a five-week suspension after pleading guilty to extreme DUI in Arizona. He did it. He did it. Not me. He made me use the burner. Um, (laughs) And imagine being the Arizona Cardinals and cheating and still being on hard knocks. 
You know how bad that is? You know how embarrassing that is? You are cheating and not winning. You yeah, you couldn't even cheat successfully. Football. You can't win successfully nor nor cheat successfully. Th this organization is in ruins. And He's nobody bad. is noticing it. Because Cliff Kingsbury was a handsome man who wore sunglasses. This and thing is melting down. Your quarterback rather play Call of Duty than learn the playbook. You fired your coach. Ownership is cheating. Is oh, and aren't they on the uh, the Brian Flores? Are they named in that suit? Isn't Steve Wilkes in that? Uh, yeah, he joined the suit. Yes, he did join that suit. Um, so the Cardinals front office is in shambles. I well, the person like who the should be happiest, the person should, who should be happiest about this is Dan Snyder. Um, not only is he selling, but he is out of the news. They have swept him under the rug. You don't hear nothing about oh, no, him at not. all. Uh, I now, of course, the court date is coming soon, so we'll, he'll be right back in the news. Dang. But this is the thing. This, hey, this might be a time for you to get out too, bro. And if you wait till Snyder sells that team for seven billion dollars instead of six billion dollars, you still get it. There's no loss here. That's the thing about being an owner of a sports team now. You Even your punishment you keep just your makes you exponentially, exponentially richer. Yeah. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, <laughs> problems. Hey, man, Boy. so keeping it in the front office, man, the Broncos uh, news uh, bombshell came out. John Elway steps down from consulting role with the Broncos, a position he's held with the team for a year. Um, when I read this, it seemed like, oh, John Elway stepped down and getting fired, but he actually had already been removed. From any decision making before this, um, if you remember, yeah, he was just, he was the he was the front office when they got Peyton Manning. So they kind of were getting him out of there, but he just said, "You know what? If y'all ain't gonna let me do nothing, I'm gone." Peace out. Yeah, yeah. For me, the John Elway thing just didn't work as well as they wanted. I think that ideally they wanted it to just be like, oh, John, and then John know how to pick players, kind of like John Lynch has done for the 49ers. And that really hasn't materialized very well for the Broncos. So I, I mean, think they it's got, like oh, they got they got a they got a Super Bowl out of it. Oh man, that, that was defense. He was the general manager. He put the he put it together. I mean he, yeah, Paxton Lakes and Drew Locke, though, after that was awful. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> mm -mm. I, I, I don't like, I think that he put together, like, the defense was already kind of set. Peyton Manning wasn't good for the Broncos, especially not that but second. But he drafted, I'm saying he was the GM, if I'm not mistaken. He drafted yeah, those players. But, I mean, you, you're getting Peyton Manning and you have a monster defense. One one season does not make you a good uh, went to the Super Bowl twice. person as far as. I don't believe it. 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 <laughs> ah, I don't believe okay. it. And I sure. and I think that the Broncos don't believe it either. And they said, hey man, let's just let this go. While he was general manager, they won four division titles, two AFC championships, and a Super Bowl. He there that long? Yeah. Ain't bad. I mean, 
Also, the quarterback drafting him, you, and you know he's going to get blamed for that. Fair or unfair, they ain't picked a quarterback in a long time. Hey, man. It's only so I mean, the way that, to me, the way they did it seems like it was the best for both. They they reduced his role all the way to a consulting role. He still got to stay with the franchise. He still became Mr. Broncos. Eased him out of there. And they, they eased him out. But you, you, right, get to leave the quarterbacks, your, you get to leave with way more dignity. Yeah, the quarterbacks, they, yeah, you ain't got no... <laughs> I wonder if he was consulting on the Russell Wilson trade. I think that might have been – he was like, I didn't want him. I think he didn't want him. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, Paxton Lynch, Drew Locke, the Broncos have not picked a good quarterback in a long time. Like, picked a good quarterback? They haven't picked one since John Elway. <laughs> the last good QB here was me. That they, they drafted drug paid Manning. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, right. That's, that's when they pick him. Nobody. But I mean, good quarterbacks are difficult to pick. That's why you normally get one a generation. Like you don't get a lot of good quarterbacks. I mean, in one team. I mean, we Tom have, Brady was there for 20 years. Drew Bledsoe was a pretty good quarterback, though. Packers. Uh, sure. He he he. Bengals. He got, the Bengals had Carson I mean, Palmer. Carson Palmer, yeah, yeah, Carson Palmer. Yeah, I mean, now who the Lions? Ooh, between the Lions <laughs> and the Browns, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and throw the Bears in there for good measure too, boy. Boy, that's a lot of teams picking bad quarterbacks, boy. Yeah, um, maybe while, it's a tough job. Maybe it is well, a tough job to find a good quarterback. It is, man. It is so. Um, wildest loads. Odell real. Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. signed with the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. I hate One year, $18 million. You do? I hate, 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 hate this move. Why? Hate this move for a myriad of reasons. Why? This is not really good for Odell. There is no wide receiver, too, that you have to even respect. I'm not respecting Nelson Aguilar at all. Um, you gotta, you can double Odell, and I'm not sure if Odell is ready to be wide receiver one for a 17 game. I don't think that he's ready for that. What's the dude that they drafted from Minnesota that sounded off? Um, sounded off on the GM. Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think apparent now, I, I don't really care about this. I don't care about the the Ravens wide receivers. You know. I don't really this that's inconsequential to me. What this what I read about this was that Lamar and allegedly, 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 Lamar and Odell Beckham Jr. had a discussion before. And that Lamar Basically, was like, yeah, I'm going to be throwing passes to Odell Beckham Jr. Allegedly. And I'm here to tell you, if that happens and that's what he thinks, then you, sir, were set up. Set up. Because you, I mean, Odell's good, but Odell ain't been healthy. And it's hard to keep Odell healthy. Unfortunately, not by his fault. Hey, Odell. The good news is, you want, yeah, the good news is, You'll be catching passes from a Pro Bowl quarterback. The bad news is that will be Huntley, and it will not be me. 
Uh, good luck and Godspeed. I'm still getting the hell out of here. Uh, I will point some some great places for you to eat. If you want to rent out my spot, you're more than welcome to do it. I'm not staying here. And unfortunately, you're not going to get enough targets here, my friend. If you were mad with Johnny Manziel, you know, I don't know what to tell you what I'm about to do because we run the ball every play. <laughs> so you don't think uh, Odell Beckham and Lamar Jr. have spoken during free agency as reported by Jordan Schultz means anything? I hope No, what I do, I hope. That Lamar is not this foolish. Is not this foolish. Please do not take this weak. Yes, this is a promise ring. The weakest promise ring in the world. Lamar, be way more judicious with your career. Do not stay for OBJ. OBJ, congratulations. One year, 18 million. I don't know of any other place where you were probably going to get that much money, but this team is desperate. And no. Lamar, take your money, take your MVP, and take your proven product on to somebody who will pay. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of proven product, uh, um, Carson Palmer. Carson got Palmer, I need you to stop taking whatever it is you got a hold of. No, he is taking that Michael Irvin pre-workout that we saw on yesterday's show. Um, if you're not familiar, just go back and watch the pregame. Mike Irvin had, had some of that pregame, and it was pregame. Carson Palmer clearly got it, into it. The word that he had jump. actually rhymes with pregame. Allegedly. <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm gonna read what Carson Palmer said here so y'all can understand. Oh, you I think that Joe is is the best quarterback in the league. I know Patrick is phenomenal, but I think Joe's more consistent. Patrick Mahomes, ladies and gentlemen. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is already a Hall of Fame football player. He could right never now. play football again. He will go right into Canton. They might not even ask people. They might put him in the express lane and say that we know that you know that he should be in the Hall of Fame, so we don't want to embarrass you by asking you. And Carson Palmer finds a way to in to in, ingest that pre-workout, and it has attacked his brain, and now he thinks that Joe Burrow's the better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. It's got to be drugs and we have to we have to do a better job with these opioids and meth so y'all remember trent dilfer when he said he's unimpressed by all the good quarterbacks and we said trent we understand what you're saying but you can't say it you can't say it. here's the thing with carson palmer carson we don't understand what you're saying and you can't say what we don't understand that you're saying. You don't deserve to have this conversation. No. Patrick Mahomes has had a better career than you in four years. And out of the four years he's played, three of them have been better than your best year. <laughs> and one year he was a backup. So every year he's actually had the opportunity to be better than you. He has been better than you. But I wasn't even going to beat you up on that. Because he's also been better than everybody else in the world to ever exist at that point in their career. There is nobody who has been as good as Patrick Mahomes has at any point in his career. And moment Not of transparency. Moment of transparency. We had this discussion back in the 70s or the 60s. And it was Patrick Mahomes. And I was like, we're going to have to see. I was like, the Bengals are coming. Joe Burrow's coming. You remember that? Pause. 
Uh, I said, and we were like, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. I was like, yeah, but they don't have Tyreek. They don't have this. All they got is Kelsey. And then they won the Super Bowl. So, all they, all they got I, from, is the Super Bowl. So, I'm letting you know from somebody that didn't step out on this stupid ledge, but was looking like the window. Hey, Carson, you wrong. And second of all, I you didn't really give – that's my whole point about this. You didn't give any point to what you were saying. You said he's been more consistent. Patrick Mahomes in the league five years, three, three Super Bowl appearances, two championships, two MVPs, and a Super Bowl law, uh, two championships, and then you made the AFC title game the other time you lost. Or actually, the game that you lost that you didn't make it, you were the reason that they, you should have won. Frank Clark jumped off sides. That was the only reason you lost. You know the only person who's ever been more consistent than Patrick Mahomes? Tom Brady. Kirk Cousins. He is always 500. But yeah. consistently good is Patrick Mahomes and nobody else. Not a soul. Not your favorite's favorite. Not even close. Not even close. Not even Tom Brady has been this good this early. And you have the nerve to say... All right, man. So let's keep it with the quarterbacks real quick. I gotta go to Shay Shay. Gotta go to Shay Shay. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know. It's not much to talk about in football, but Cam Newton has made waves, calling uh, quarterbacks randoms. Shannon Sharp responded and said, "You are the random now. You are the person that is on the bubble trying to make the roster," and then. Cam comes back and releases a list of teams that he will accept and quarterbacks that he will back up. All of the rookie quarterbacks that were good, Lamar, it was like the who's who of quarterbacks. And I was like, well, that's I've I've never heard of somebody releasing a list of person that they'll back up. Mahomes not on that list. Go back and look at that list. Patrick Mahomes is not on the list. Now, I don't know if I guess he felt like he was too good and there was never a chance he would ever play there. Uh, but I can't understand it. Maybe he doesn't have anything to bring to, bring to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Super Bowl they won. Well, also, Shannon Sharp clearly listens to the Splash Cast because these are all things I said about Cam Newton probably two years ago. You said Deshaun Watson. Wow. So let's wait before you go. Let's listen to Sharp because he says a lot. <laughs> Reggie went and looked at that list like, son. You on the pre-workout too? I don't know what you're thinking, big dog. I don't know what you're thinking. Let's listen to Shannon real quick. Against the suffocators. This man was out of the entire NFL last year. And then he comes in with a wish list. These are the teams or these are the players I'm willing to back up. Skip, I don't have a job, but I'm only willing to work for Apple, Google, Microsoft, JP Morgan, Amazon, Salesforce, American Express, Wells Fargo, Walmart, and Target. I don't have a job. I don't get to call the shots. Cam, do you realize this? How many teams called you last year? And now you think because you say something on YouTube or you put it out there on social media with your fancy font that these teams like, man, you hear what Cam say? Cam say he back up Deshaun. He back up Lamar Jackson. He back up this and that one. Let's get on the phone and call him up. 
And the problem that I have is that your your, your followers, they as dumb as you if they think this is this is this is <laughs> legit. If this is how it works. There's a reason why teams haven't called you and you don't get it. Your arrogance blinds you. You think because you're Cam Newton. If you were 2015 Cam, you wouldn't even miss last year. I don't skip. I don't get Cam. I now, there's a lot of people in the comments of this, including your hey, LB, man. that are defending Cam. And I. No, 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 no. Let me clarify because I did read that Mark comment. Number one, if you name. know Mark, he is being facetious. Number two, he's talking about knowing your value of working at a different place. But also, there is heavy undertones of comedic relief. And I've been saying this for many, many years about Cam Newton. He, he's past his prime. He's no longer the guy who he was. He hasn't been that. Please remember that when the Panthers let him go, the only team that called him was the Patriots. Nobody else called. And I don't know why if the Patriots were the only team that called a year ago or two years ago, there's nobody calling now. So I know you might try to reverse psychology the NFL into signing you, but bro is never going to happen. And when you say stuff like this, this is why people never wanted you as a backup quarterback because you are you're out of touch with reality. Uh, so and, and and support your your uh countrymen, what, what alumni, alumnus, alumna, um Westlake, whatever, yeah, whatever that is, your boy. So. I do agree with Cam. That's Reggie that, Boyd now. That's Reggie Boyd. I do agree with Cam that he has the talent to be a backup quarterback. He shouldn't be out of the league. But when you release these lists of people that you're willing to back up, nine players, when you, re, when you say that everybody else is randoms and I'm going to show you and all this other stuff, we said it before. The backup quarterback is not a loud position. The backup quarterback is not a person that gets to take the headlines and make content videos and all of this stuff. You can't do that as the backup quarterback. You can't name me who the backup quarterbacks are in Buffalo right now. What? <laughs> Y'all didn't hear Reggie. Reggie said, hey, uh, uh, son, the backup quarterback, not a loud position. Very not quiet, a loud position, dog. We, we need a lot less talking from you, a lot more uh, listening. You and have to shut the hell up, my friend. With the development, I'm going to throw this in there. With the development of Josh Allen, the way that Buffalo went about building a quarterback room that was no threat to him at all, there was oh, no yeah. way. Do they, built, they basically hired two players that want to be coaches someday. I wouldn't be surprised if both of Buffalo's quarterbacks, I think Hasselback was one of them before he retired, uh, go into either in broadcasting or um, – or uh, or coaching. Hey, boy, you hey, you got a career in content, my friend. <laughs> Not in football. So Cam, um, you got to chill out, bro. This this if you really wanted to play, then this ain't this ain't it. I think you got the talent, my, but you got to chill out. He doesn't have. I'm gonna give you the perfect example of the guy of a guy who I think that he's probably probably been better for many moons. Well, just recently made his first, I would consider, era. Marcus Mariota. He's been better than I what? think that 
I think that Cam Newton, since like every year, I think Cam Newton is probably a better quarterback than Marcus Mariota. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But Mariota played his played his role. If he plays until this year and whatever. Congratulations on the new team. But for, but if you shut up, people won't know that you think crazy things. They will hire you. I think the Cam Newton every year until I mean I will have to see him now. I haven't seen him in a couple years. But that last season with the Patriots, I think that he was a better quarterback than Marcus Mariota was. Mm-hmm. The last year with the Carolina Panthers, all of those years, I've ne- there's there's never been a point where they both been playing football. I thought that Marcus Mariota was a better player. But you don't know what Marcus Mariota thinks about really anything because he doesn't talk. Nope. Yeah, so he you got to quit. He was just like, I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm out. Peace out. My Netflix. Watch my Netflix special. Um, but yeah, that's the. But this is the reason that everybody was right about Cam Newton could never be a backup quarterback. You've yep. proven it. Similar One thing about Cam, if you put a microphone to... in front of him, he will he prove go... you who he really is. I'm, he needs to go ahead and be a host on I am a I am athlete or a guest or a regular on there. That would be pretty cool. I think he's. I, I think him he, and, he could. Him and Brittany Renner had like this. I thought they had a podcast. Well, I don't know about that. I don't follow Brittany Renner, so I. I, I did at one point. We all. I feel like. No, I didn't. I didn't say I didn't. I said I don't. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, didn't I is the best. Didn't is a form of did. Now I did follow. You should have followed Brittany Renner. And then yeah, eventually she did you PJ like, oh, Washington. I Dirt. Once she did PJ Washington, I was like, oh, you just a, a, a well, we uh, uh, he's no. Nope. I had unfollowed way before then, but there was a good, there was a good Renner run. Soccer Renner was, yeah, elite. Uh, hey man, speaking, speaking about of a elite, blast from the past, <laughs> Russell Okung, bro. Russell Okung, I don't think I know he was all pro at one point. I don't know if he's gonna make he was on that Seattle, those Seattle teams. I don't know if he he may go to this Pro Bowl, I mean, Pro Bowl to the Hall of Fame. I'm not sure, but I will say he's best known for the non football aficionados as the first player to get take part of his contract in Bitcoin. Oh boy, that's. He ended up not at the time. He might be from, good now, uh, well, depending on what he, he did out. with it. Because he he at the time his highest it was ten half of his contract was ten million dollars or fifteen million dollars, and it rose to forty seven million dollars at the height of Bitcoin. So if it worked out, it worked out. But speaking of worked yeah, out, it depends. He worked yeah, out. This is <laughs> he's lost a lot of money. Might he explain from, it. Why are you playing? He went from offensive tackle to Richard Roundtree. I mean, he he is he is he look like Shaft, like he out here, dog. But congrats he looked, to him. He, he looks lost like that Skinny weight. Braun. Somebody said I thought it was Malcolm Jenkins, and that's exactly who it looks like. <laughs> it does. It looks like you remember when LeBron had that real real shortcut, and he got real skinny there for a little bit. Yeah, that's what he looks yeah, like when they, when they were making fun of him. That was right when uh Kyrie yeah. left. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm just happy. Anytime I see these linemen lose a bunch of weight for health purposes and really slim down, I just get excited because, you know, during our era, those guys, guys weren't really considered even doing that. He definitely is a pro bowler. Sneaky. He's a two-time pro bowler, Super Bowl champion, and then he fell off a cliff. Got that money. Yeah. 
right? But hey, man, this is tough though. This is tough of him yeah. actually um, losing weight and getting healthy. If it's one team, you know what? You never really see of all the athletes in all the positions in football that retire. You always see linemen lose a lot of weight, and you see the skill positions gain a lot of weight. A lot, a lot of the linemen lose a lot of weight. Yeah, that, but that's like 50-50. The good ones. The, and I think now it's more of an emphasis that as soon as guys get out of the NFL while they still in kind of like robot mode, they try to shed that weight immediately. Yeah, and, you do. know, for for the people who want to be on television, want to be, you know, everything now is content with video. They try to slim down. Yeah. Especially on to. TV. And health-wise. He's he, but O'Connor yeah. is one of them dudes. He he like has his own garden in the back. He's like super healthy yeah. of the earth type guy. So, but shout out and to him, man. I, I, I feel like those guys kind of feel like guys who saw NBA guys spend all their money so fast. Like you saw so many offensive linemen just get massive afterwards. You're like, oh no, we can't do that. I feel like there's a much more concerted effort to trying to get healthy, losing the football weight as soon as you can. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, this is wild. We're going to end yeah. it on this. We're going to end it on this. Cheetah said he is going to be a problem. He's going to be Kansas City's worst nightmare when Miami plays Kansas City this year. Chris Jones responded and said the only two fingers you're going to be throwing is taking that L on the bus. Blase, blase, blah. It's funny how this video of Tyree taking an L comes out at his camp right after all of that. Um, Tyreek. Playing buddy, uh, for those that are watching, I'm sorry. Tyreek is guarding. Mm, look at the feet. Got him. No longer under Tyreek is, is guarding one of his campers. You can already see he's out of position. Tyreek is guarding one of he's his campers running. for a hoodie, and uh, and the camper hit him with the stop and go double move, which is the hardest move to guard from a receiver. And made him touch earth. And if and the fact that he went. It wasn't like a lot of times the corner would get you with the drop to one hand and pop back up. The double hand earth grab for a kid in high school when you're one of the best wide receivers mm. in the NFL and one of the best athletes in the NFL. Yeah, and yeah, this is embarrassing. But made him turn his head. Shout out made to this kid. And this kid became Randy Moss. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love these. Because you always look back like five years, and this guy is now a pro bowler in the NFL. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, yeah, you, Tyree, believe, you got cool. you, you believe what Tyreek said about he's going to retire at the end of his contract? He said he's out of here in 2025. I don't hate it. I definitely don't hate it. He got in, you know, especially if he can win another championship. You win, you know, win your two Super Bowls, make your money, you're still in fantastic health. Make your money and go home, bro. It don't take all day to do nothing. It don't. It don't. But, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the Splash Cast episode 98, Monday Night Raw, two away from Patrinacy. Y'all, that is, that isn't too easy. Bad idea. That is, I believe, what what is this, the 10th, 17th, 21st. Dang. We're going to miss, we're going to be ahead of the draft by one week. I mean, it gotta be great. That is the reason we should drink. drink. <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna play out now. But Norwood, if we didn't miss anything, man, take us out. 
here we are another fantastic monday night raw it is always best when you do it raw remember that this is the realest podcast in the world <laughs> we are your hbcu homeboys always remember like follow subscribe there will be a 36 pack out on this wednesday um of course the episode will be out monday for anybody who missed it this episode will come out thursday uh before I get there, Reggie, do you have anything before I close this out here? My bad. I, for some reason, it says former Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady addresses rumor of dating a new celebrity um, actress. And I don't know why that popped up on my timeline. But no, I don't have anything. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe. Uh, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Y'all be safe, man. We got some stuff coming out for y'all soon. Wait, 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 wait. Number one, number one, number one. And shout out to Tom Brady because he be... He ain't done yet. He might have retired from from the game of football, but not from the game. The game. Uh, number the one, game. more black baseball and more black beaches. We support <laughs> black beach volleyball from now into eternity. Number two, more black cowboys and cowgirls. Number three, the historically black college university. Um, your cousin, your auntie, whoever went to one of those, send some money over there on their behalf. Historically Black College University in your neighborhood, the one you go to for step shows, homecoming, just to be on the yard around your people. You spend time over there, spend some money over there. And then finally, the greatest learning institution in all the world, the Hampton University, send some money there on behalf of Reggie and I. Um, we love you. We thank you. And always remember, Black Culture Awareness Month will be here in October. We look forward to seeing you then. Love y'all, man. Y'all stay safe. Peace. We'll be out. See y'all Saturday. This is the Splashcast weekly schedule. You can find us on Monday, Monday Night Raw. That is the Around the League edition where we cover all of the major leagues around the league. Tuesday is the ATL edition. Braves, Falcons, Hawks. Wednesday is when the playlist comes out. It's the Splashcast 24, 12, or 36 pack, just depending on the music. Thursday for everybody who was not able to catch us live on Monday. They can catch up there on the Around the League edition. And then Saturday, of course, we bet beers for Saturday Morning Live. If you ever need to find us, we can be found at thesplashcast.com and, of course, via Instagram at thesplashcast. I get money with white collar crime and I'm fine lenient punishments. I heard that you should buy a company. Every chance you get, pinpoint the downfalls and revamp this shit. That's how them tycoons cash in. High in the ballroom, ain't no mask in it. But I came for the loot, dude, past they here. We pop the champagne like it's the championship. Papered up now. My son know the difference between the startup house and where the mansion is. Nigga, don't sleep on the south. I know some G's who are about to stretch you out. You tray X and throw boy to let you out. Cause this ain't what you bout Homie, this a crash course Please reassess your route Nigga spit a put Dayton's on the high rock Give my homies from L.A. a shout out Rolling my own Top shelf zone Top shelf prepping five-star meals in my home I'm from New Orleans Nigga
nigga was ballin', nigga saw him, nigga kicked his door in four in the morning, flipping furniture over, looking for it, they robbed him, raw shit, that's what walk is, ain't no rules over here, doggy, sorry, dog eat doggy, he's the one in, fresh as a Easter pink, Ralph Lauren, mid-mountain engine in my car, vet roaring, when I started, niggas hating, when they should be applauding, but that's the way it is, shit treacherous, be it drug deals or the record bills, ball players still dealing with their own shit, coaches and GMs, front offices, they slave owners, shut up, triple nigga, tackle the quarterback, we don't want to hear your opinion, who got the shot, who didn't.